Welcome to Guys We Fuck. The Anti-Slut Shaming Podcast. Yo, you having sex? I'm Christina Hutchinson. I'm Corinne Fisher. And I'm your boyfriend. Bring us your slutty, your horny, and your shame. Hey, you a slut? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about fucking. Hello, fuckers. How you doing? Where you been? Make sure you drink water today. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the Anti-Slut Shaming Podcast. I'm Corinne Fisher. I'm Christina Hutchinson. Welcome to the show. We're celebrating men. 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 Men, motherfucker. The thing is, after we posted that uh, clip of the urologist saying that blue balls isn't a thing, I feel like the guys think that we're fucking with them. Right. But we're not. No. But we just, you know, but you also have to choose clips that are going to perform well on the internet. Yeah. And you got, I'm sorry, you the guys took the bait. The you took yeah. the bait. And also, if you're really that pissed, listen to the whole episode and he will explain a lot of stuff. Right. Maybe it's a learning lesson. You guys always pit uh, women against each other. And now we pitted you against a urologist. Yeah. It, 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 the, the responses were crazy. Uh, classic were, conflict. Well, the, 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 it was. It, well, the, the I, need was to, I need to buy a period stimulator for the, <laughs> I want these motherfuckers to wear it and be like, all right, now tell me. Yeah, that's all over TikTok. That was a trend for a while. And like they can't handle it at all and it was also interesting because like they were just their responses were like well this guy must not be a man like they were which they, is they, not they, logical they were just like wild responses when well, i felt myself in my head i'm like oh okay and then i'm like no christina i'm doing the thing that i don't want guys to do to me so i got i got i had to i had to check myself uh because some guys dm me because I, I was really interested i'm like this wait whoa 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 so some of you guys not some, one man dm'd me about this Oh, I asked. Oh. I was like, wait a second. There's a lot of contentious opinions about this video. What, what's the deal with blue balls? Like, what's your experience? All, a lot of guys uh, DM me saying like, it's never happened to me. That's a hundred percent bullshit. And I was like, okay. And then a lot of guys were like, it hurt one time. One guy was like, it hurt me for half a day. I thought I had to go to the ER. It was like a cramp in my balls. I'm like, that sounds terrible. See, my read on it was I, I, I didn't think that uh, the doctor was saying that it doesn't cause you pain. But what I thought he was it's saying like was it's condition. not a medical condition. Right. Exactly. That's, how, that's right. how I interpreted it. So, so well. did I. Yes. So did I. And um, that's not how the Internet interpreted it. Right. But it doesn't. But we're, I don't say, think but we're it's saying medical, it's not a medical condition. Right. It's, it's just right. causing you discomfort. It's, you know, it's like when we think that we're after. exclusive and you're actually fucking someone else. Discomfort. <laughs> D.I.S. No, um, <laughs> but then some, some Comfort. guys were, some guys, yeah, some guys were, when they had damn me, I was like, oh, that's, it sounded like, well, I used to get, um, really bad cramps after sex is a different thing. Cause I, well, also different body parts, but like it hurts. So, oh my God, it hurts so bad. And some of them were describing a sensation that I'm like, sounds very similar. Um, cause women's basically are. Our stuff is internal. Guys' stuff is external. Well, I also think like, you know, the similar to female anatomy, like a lot of these guys probably aren't taking proper care of themselves. Right. And so things that would be less painful, like even with periods, like the better you take care of yourself, the more you, you can make, you can do a lot of work throughout the month through herbs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and exercise to make your period more comfortable. And then there's also certain times where if your period is extremely uncomfortable, it is pointing to a more Sign. severe medical issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm sure the same is true for men. Yeah, mm. but it was it was really interesting to see everybody go, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, like, oh, wow. it's not fun to be gaslit, is it? We weren't gaslighting no, you, no, but no. It, they were reacting as if we were gaslighting them. Right, right. It, yeah, it was a small snippet of the conversation. I mean, we're going to post more clips of it, but you'll, you'll see soon Instagram. Yeah. You're listening to us here, so. Oh, my gosh. I, told, I, I emailed uh, Dr. Larish, and I was like, yeah, there's a hot debate going on in the comment section. It's already up to, like, almost 100,000 views, Doc. 
you know, people are questioning the fact that your manhood, your manhood, your, yeah, yeah, your, your literal penis, yeah. um, <laughs> which is so funny. It's also, like, shut the fuck up. Um, if you want to see conversations like this live, come on December 1st and check out our live show at the Midnight Theater. That'll mm-hmm. be the last live show of 2023 from Guys We Fucked. Yeah. It's so fun. I'll be there. Christine will be there. A Mikey Ding Dong, Big Dong, Dicky Dong, Dicky Dong, Coscarelli will be there. Exciting stuff, yes. And uh, yeah, I was, well, I was thinking we have some preparations we need to do for that show that we talked about. So, oh, you and I talked about? No, I'll of us talked about oh oh yeah yeah i just thought Yo, you gotta fucking day. come to the show that's right because I, I remember something we brought came that idea, up like, and it reminded me and i was fuck. like fuck we have to we have we have yes. a lot of preparation so we have to, to do. yes yes we do we do oh i'm so excited that's such a good <laughs> idea i'm so glad you reminded me okay because now i can have that in my head for uh, until the sec uh till december 1st yeah, it's yeah, gonna you're not going to want to miss this. It's going to be uh, great. And then also, oh, um, for tour dates, uh, I was just uh, alerted that December 15th and 16th, I believe I'll be at Danny's Chicago. Nice. So uh, hi, I'm going to be there. The ticket link's not ready, but it will be ready like ASAP because I'm going to make them make it ready. Um, but yeah, Danny's Chicago, December 15th and 16th. I will be there. I'll put that link up as soon as I have it. Make sure you're following me. Um, yeah. And that's all. I don't have anything else for the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, you want to email us? It's sorry about last night show at gmail.com. All right. This subject line says day in the life of a stay at home, cis male partner who stay at home. Oh, house husband. I am 31 year old cis male listener answering your November call for male listeners to write in. And I know in particular, you guys have discussed everything from gender roles and masculinity to things that you don't commonly see straight men in relationships do, etc. First off, just wanted to say longtime listener, OG fucker and luminary subscriber from the start. Thank you. I love you guys. And you have helped me on my journey in life in general, but especially in being a better partner and a better man. Uh, Particularly, I'd like to thank Christina for recommending the untouched soul everybody hmm. should read that book uh, by michael singer as that basically saved my life when i was going through a rough patch internally last year oh, i love that it's funny i have a copy of that book in my uh bookcase i think tommy gave it to me well you i think already, you can already do this stuff yeah i was like i think it's his copy um <laughs> that he lent me and i just never uh gave it back so uh, tommy if you need it back let me know um but yeah, like I usually let you read the books first and yeah. then you can report back to me because, you yeah. know, I'm a, I, I'm a slower reader than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just need to know if this is one's going to help me. I can usually yeah. tell like from the stuff that he was doing, I, I was like, I don't know that this one is going to particularly help me. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's about not getting stuck uh, in certain places, which you don't really like. I don't think you kind of do that stuff already. Um, but al- but also but but the another main like um, tenet of the book is kind of like. I came up with this thing, trying is resisting, just based off of a lot of books I've read, this, the Untethered Soul in particularly, you kind of just like let life happen and say yes and then see where it takes you and it's going to be more magical than anything you're going to like try to plan out to do. You oh, know? so the act of trying is resisting because you're trying to control exactly. So much. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. I have a problem with that. So, mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. you kind of don't really have a problem with that. But um, I mean, I, I I I I think everyone has a problem with that a little bit. But like, I try to remind myself of that. Like, you know, like some things are just gonna happen. But then yeah. it's like you know how you have to figure out. It's like well, you know, you can't just also can't just like sit in your living room all day. No, no, you have to. Yeah, he's like you have to put yourself out there. Right. But like, and then just see where life takes you. Right. Right. And right, it's right. also just about quieting the voice in your head. Yeah. 
I um, yeah, I was like, I don't have it. She should be talking because she gives me good ideas. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. no, I think it's, yeah, for me, like when, when things fall apart was the most helpful, like in a <sighs> self-help space that I've ever read. But that's because it dealt a lot of, a lot with like goodness and perfection and our uh, views on that. Yeah. So I just really responded well to that. <sighs> Pema. All right. So uh, some slight backstory about me as I get into this. I am a disabled veteran. I grew up with divorced parents and lived my very strict and high and lived with my very strict and high expectation father. Anything under a 95% in a class was considered a failure. I mean, that's yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, I have also been doing martial arts since I was 11 Ooh, years old. Cool. Received my black belt when I was 17. Damn, dude. And taught at my school for two years before joining the military. I give some of this background because for all intents and purposes, I should have probably turned out a lot more right-leaning and macho, manly kind of masculine. Corinne talks a lot about masculine and feminine energy and relationships. I'm sort of in that cult. Uh, and I have thought a <laughs> lot. Flames. Oh my oh. God, they love. <laughs> I mean, Shit, oh, they weaponize these great concepts. People That's were fucked. They were fully, uh, sorry, we're talking about Twin Flames University. Yeah, it, it's, we escaping, just had an interview. It's escaping Twin Flames on Netflix is what we're talking about. You've probably seen it um, offered to you if you're absolutely out of your mind like us. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I realize everyone doesn't get the same suggestion. Have you ever logged onto someone else's Netflix and been like, Oh, this is what it's like to be yeah, a normal person. In the comedy condo. I was like, Oh fuck. These dudes just watch like action movies. This is what it's like to be just a regular person in the world. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they talk so much about masculine and feminine energy, but, Damn. but they actually cajoled several people into fully medically transitioning. It's crazy. It's, oh, that's why this guy sucks. Yeah, it's, well, it's, a, it's one guy. No, it's a husband wife team, but oh. the, the husband's the worst. Oh, but man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That sucks. We have a kid now, too. Oh, poor kid. Um. Anyway, so, okay. So I give some background because uh, I should have been, you know, uh, Republican, blah, blah, blah. Corinne talks a lot about masculine and feminine energy and relationships. And I, ha- and I, because I was just thinking, I was like, oh, no, everyone who listens to our show is going to watch this and then think I'm trying to fucking start the Twin Flames University cult. Yeah. I'm like, no, don't transition unless you really feel it in your heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that ain't no joke. Um. And I have thought a lot about it and so on the understanding that I actually have a very situational balance of masculine and feminine feminine energy that I give off at any given time, but more on that in a moment. Yeah, you can rotate. I love a rotator. That's my favorite. Keeps it fun. Uh, Recently, a little over a month ago, I moved in with my girlfriend. We share a house together. I am disabled for multiple things through the VA and the state. I will tell you that three years ago, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder, chronic fatigue syndrome, which short explanation is that it makes my cells run out of energy about 10 times faster than they should. So things... Uh, even like typing this email will cause my fingers to become sore and cramp up by the time I am finished and will require rest to recuperate. Oh, that That sounds very unpleasant. So by extension with that, I am a stay-at-home partner. I do my best to support my wonderful partner from home while she works. Uh, We try to do groceries together, but I lead the way and make the list and I'm in charge of making sure we have everything ready for the week ahead. A typical week ahead would look like this. We wake up around 5.30 a.m. Obviously, I don't work, but I'm a morning person and I love supporting her mornings. Someone supporting my morning sounds like actually hell on earth, Um, but I'm glad it works for you guys. I take care of the animals first thing while she gets ready for work. I make her breakfast. I am often not hungry for breakfast at first and forego myself, make coffee and fill her thermos, pack her lunch and send her yeah, on that's her way. That's, that's why you're so tired. Yeah. That sounds exhausting. Yeah. If I am slow cooking a meal for dinner, I start doing that immediately. 
Uh, so I can then rest for a while because wow. of my condition. That really sounds like the duties of a 50s house, not a 50s housewife, but like a many, housewife. Many housewives. Yeah. yeah. And many working wives too. Yeah. Um, I often need a decent chunk of time mid-morning or midday to recover, depending yeah. on what her hunger level is. I usually start dinner when she's on her way home, and then we just eat after she gets home. To briefly touch back on the masculine-feminine energy, it is really interesting. My partner and I, I feel like, both have an ebbing and flowing relationship where different situations we each embody more masculine or feminine energy. I am often, I am a very soft-spoken and gentle man, but with my military and martial arts background, I am capable of great violence, but I do not lead with violence or aggression only when absolutely necessary. I am a very passive and easygoing person in general. I defer to others' wants and desires because I like to see others happy and that makes me happy. Nice. But I will set a boundary when I am not comfortable with something and will not waver on it. I will lead and make decisions when necessary and appropriate. I am great under pressure and high stress situations. I am also a very passionate cook and love to serve others, dancing, play random instruments, and yeah. often have been mistaken for being gay because of my great sense of style and the clothes that I wear. Wow, you wear a lot of hats. I have several Middle Eastern uh, caftans, which some might call basically a male dress made for wearing in desert climates. Uh, a last little tidbit about me, because it is very on brand with the podcast, is that I have been in various kink communities since I was 21, so 10 years or so now. Cool. Thanks to my history in martial arts, eventually in the community, I taught some classes on rough body play, hitting with everything from hands, feet, floggers, and canes. I love to educate people on kink and safety and just generally dispel myths and misconceptions about kink and some of the acts associated with it. I also wanted to input... How funny it is that my partner will joke with me about how even as disabled as I am, I probably do more work in the relationship and in life than most other straight men do in general. Yeah. And while that is incredibly sad on one hand, it does make me laugh a little. Well, glad you well, can chuckle about that. <laughs> Thank you no. guys for all you have done. I truly love you. Even Mike laughing my ass off um, guys and appreciate the work you do and the energy you put into the world. Aww. Respectfully, this guy. Wow. That's a cool guy. Look at you. I love All you. Right. Man, a celebration. Yeah. Yes, he celebrated. <laughs> no, that's awesome. What a lot of layers. A Hold lot on. of layers. I love that. I love that. Private chef, basically. That's nice. Yeah. Man. I can't like I, really I, I love would, a private chef. Uh, oh my God. That'd be so great. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of things. I can't imagine being that cared for in a relationship. I don't know that I would like it. Because it only because it doesn't seem like it feels like I should be doing that. Like, I think you having two caretakers in a relationship, maybe you would butt heads. I don't know. Oh, I like if neither of us do it, then we just sort of take out, honestly. Yeah, that's pretty sick. That would be more calming. For that's me. pretty sick. But I all, I love the um, I do. I have experienced that where the masculine and feminine energy um, switches depending mm -hmm. on your we're like a verse. Yeah. You're versatile. Yeah. I um, love I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we all have the masculine, feminine energy and, you know. Like you, there's ways that you lead with feminine and you lead with masculine in certain aspects. Oh yeah. I'm super feminine in some ways. I'm like, I feel like I, like I dress more feminine than a lot of people, but, yeah. uh, yeah. This show is sponsored by better help getting stuff off your chest 
is incredible. It's so therapeutic. We all carry around different stressors. Some of them are big. Some of them are small. A lot of them are very big. Uh, But we keep them bottled up and it could start affecting us negatively. And then we act like a jerk to the people we love. And we're like, this is not how I want to be. Therapy has saved my life personally. There are so many benefits of it. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Although if you have experienced major trauma, highly recommend. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designated to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you could switch at any time. Finding a therapist is like dating. They're not all going to work out in the first try. BetterHelp understands that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash guys to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash guys. Guys, the weather's getting warmer. It's time to say goodbye to your jackets and all your sweaters. And you got to refresh your wardrobe. Well, luckily... I found Quince, and now you have too, because you're listening to this. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And if you go to their website, the amount of categories, they have travel, lookbooks, men, women, home, babies, and kids – Their stuff is so cute. So I own a couple items from Quince, and one of them is the Italian leather hand-woven crossbody purse in green, emerald, and I get compliments on it all the time. It's a small purse, which I really love because then I don't put as many things in it. Um, Guys, Quince is amazing. They have very luxury items for very cheap prices. Get warm weather ready, baby, with Quince. Go to quince.com slash GWF for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash GWF to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash GWF. Um, well, speaking of... I guess dressing feminine sometimes and sometimes not. I just wanted so I I want to do my man hero of the week this yes. week. It was um the guy who uh Peter who played piano for blind elephants in Thailand week one. Uh week two was Arnold Schwarzenegger. I still stand by that, even though there's some scandals. Um <laughs> hey, whatever. I'm not afraid of the truth anymore, but I still stand by it. Um this week I and for reason it's it's because of his talent and this man I always thought was so fucking sexy in a way that only he is sexy. I can't wait. I know I'm scared now. No, he, I, and I and he's a musician. His music will put you his music will music I love music. The art form of music has the ability to transform your mood immediately more so than any other art form. <laughs> is it Kenny G? Phil it's Collins. fucking Andre 3000. Okay. Oh, 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 all right. Oh, oh. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I, it is. I saw him in a bar once. Oh, really? Yeah. Great he's body. So, he's so strange and himself and uniquely himself. And I like he's that. so sexy. He's one of the sexiest. Moments. And I'm like, man, I wish, because I know like people lean into their weird. I see a lot of, I guess maybe it's because I am a woman, like more women kind of comfortably leaning into whatever their weirdness is. Sure. And I love that. I yeah. love weirdos. Oh, I love weirdos so much. I think it's so special when a man leans into whatever the fuck is weird about him. Yeah. It just makes me so happy. It's so beautiful. And Andre 3000, honestly, I don't, who the fuck does it better than him? He is so fucking talented and strange and lovely and stylish and hot. Yeah. And the way he fucking walks the way he talks, like I was watching interviews with him uh, this weekend because I was listening to Outcast, 
I was gonna say what what prompted uh, this when Speaker Box came out. When that album came out, like I that came out when I was in high school, and all all my friends we were just like glued to the. the and whatever the CD player or whatever mm-hmm. uh, at the time. And we just listened to it and listened to it. And we're like, it just put us in a great mood. And I remember that in high school, I was like, there's a lot of shit going on in my family life. And so I was like, oh, wow, this music totally transforms your nervous system. But then I was like, who the fuck is Andre 3000? Like, this guy is incredible. He's so hot. And it's just this je ne sais quoi. He, he, he's the word enigmatic. Mm. That's him. Mm. Like he embodies that word more than any man, woman or child I've ever met. We celebrate you, Andre Three Thousand. Love you, Andre Three Thousand. Oh celebration. I wish we had a drop. We needed it. We should. We should have had a drop. Then that was like a yeah. That was a grunt. We needed that. <sighs> yeah, brother. Well, uh, Hulk Hogan action. Yeah, that would have been good. That would have been good. Um, well, I was going to. I know you talked about it up top, but also I was like, I don't know. Do you want to? Do we want to read some of these comments? Um, to throw them out. I don't know. I was sure. I I was. Um, this is the blue ball. Stuff? Yeah, yeah, I was really like. I look, I knew this video was going to get some, some like heat or whatever, but, uh, but people, guys got really pissed, really yeah. fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. Like Rappaport entered the chat. That was so funny. Fucking Phil <laughs> Duckett entered the chat. I didn't even realize that this was going on in the comments. Oh yeah. You got to look at it. Um, I, I got, someone else did send it to me though and said something. <laughs> that really? Some, yeah. Somebody that I had never expected. He has like no, uh, he doesn't know uh, like you guys or us. He just was like a was famous like, person. Uh, no, wow, no, that's not, a no. Wow. Not like no, not famous enough. Not uh, famous enough. Though this guy said, uh, "I've been saying this about periods for years." Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I mean, kind of, yes, exactly. Yeah. And see, and see how angry you guys get. Uh, we weren't one, doing it to piss you off. No, though. and we're and not doing it to also. I'm not going to do it to, to piss you off. Well, no, 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 yeah. but no, no, no. More, more so because it's something that is so often weaponized against women, and, and like a some like like we're hurting you if we don't fuck you or jack yeah. you off. That yeah, sure. yeah, that pressure. was where the, the the question came from. Yeah. So the fact that it was like flipped this violently on us or attempted to, well, no, it didn't work. It angered me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the clip started where it started on purpose. I mean, of it's course. Just like I didn't, you know, I didn't include like the whole intro to the topic. But um, this guy said, and a lot of people are like, what's bull? I've experienced the pain. But then some of them are like just once when I was 15. It seems mm-hmm. like a teenage thing. But then some guys have it as an adult. Um, Mentally, sometimes they never get past 15. Right. <laughs> um, and then they were, but then some guys that were DMing me were like, yes, I've had it. But like, it's no reason to like manipulate a woman into sex. And I definitely, mm-hmm. exactly. when I was in middle well, school and true. high school, I, don't I, think, I think there's, I don't I was, think there's any reason to manipulate a well, woman no, there isn't. <laughs> into sex. I'm just calling me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um. And, uh, but we're like, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, but I didn't realize people were still using that to manipulate women into sex. Where there's a will, there's a way, Christina, any way, I, any way to manipulate a woman into sex has, is still being used. But I mean, like be smoother about it. I think you know? it's something that younger men. Yeah. It's just an immature type of manipulation. Mm-hmm. If you want to yeah, manipulate in me into sex. My balls are so heavy with cum. <laughs> but like seduce me. How about that? Yeah. Seduce me. Be, make me fucking horny. You yeah. can try. Let's go. Whispers. We're, we're on the same side. Ear. Yeah, do that to her, not me. Um, you don't like when people whisper in your ear? No, it's creepy. Well, I mean, not like a stranger, someone that you're kind of interested in already. No. Uh, the whisper freaks me out. Really? It's like nails on a chalkboard. Oh, I for love some it. Reason. I love that. Um, I, for one, have definitely experienced blue balls many times. Many times when I was younger and I was in sexual situations, but not sexually active. For example, grinding at homecoming or her being intimate with a girlfriend <laughs> without sex. 
having an erection on and off. So me at least eventually leads to, for me at least eventually leads to physical discomfort in the testicular region. Uh, it's not just an emotional feeling like I'm horny or sexually frustrated. I went, uh, one time I had to sit out of my improv class for 20 minutes because I had blue balls while driving over from my girlfriend's house. It feels like you've been kicked in the balls. I will say that if there is a myth surrounding blue balls, it's that women are responsible for a man's blue balls and has the duty to relieve them. That's ridiculous. Like you guys said, just go home and masturbate. Um, well, yeah, that's the, that's the dialogue, isn't it? This guy said such a real thing, incredibly painful though. Haven't actually felt it since I was in high school. So I'm like, so like, it's just, it's I, I think there's something to that though. Cause I was trying to remember the last time that happened to me. Cause usually when it had happened to me, it, it mine would hurt more in like the lower stomach, like the, like the lower, oh. smaller intestine. Yeah. And then you like jerk off and then you like, it's like relieved, but like. I, I really think it's well, just, just found out it's just farts. You get, oh God, you it's get just gas. So, like people go to the ER and they're like, yeah. I think I, my, my, my kidney explode. Yeah. And you just had a fart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you just get so like, uh, lathered up when you're like 17 to 23, I lathered guess. Lathered up. Lathered yeah. Up. It's just like he said, like when you're gr- like grinding with the yeah. girl in high school or whatever, that's when I think that's when like your body is literally just like, please stop, like put this in somebody, you know? Right. And I think that that's when it becomes like more painful. Cause I don't, I can't remember a time in my adult life where I've been like, oh man, I've got to gotta relieve myself or this is going to hurt. Mm. Not since probably some somewhere in like my, my mid to early twenties. This okay. guy says blue, I can think of. blue balls is real. My ex didn't make me come three sessions straight. Two of them lasted forty five plus minutes, and I couldn't walk straight from pain for two weeks until I took care of myself that like three excessive. times. That's it does. That two sounds, weeks is a bit much. It, it does, does sound like your ego to it, me. That's, yeah. That yeah. sounds like someone who hasn't done any shadow work. <laughs> It hurts if you like if you're at a girl's place and you stay over and you like are about to hook up and you don't and then you go home the next day Again, and then I literally think this some happens of this to is, us some of and I think some of this is emotional stuff that's manifesting physically. I'm no. not even right, fucking right, right. with well, that. No, a lot of pain physically. is not even fucking. But that's pain. If I mean exactly because no, it happens to no, women too reductive. in different ways. I really just, don't think this is reductive. Men are so clogged up emotionally. Yeah, it's not. This is. Yeah, yeah, that's why they die yes, sooner. Men are clogged that's up why they die sooner. No, but this. Ha- this and is, I don't want that. This is a physical. I don't mind. Thing. <laughs> I do. I'm more fragile. Um, uh, this is definitely real. This guy's a virgin. Ha <laughs> ha. They don't hurt, but they ache. Hell no, it's not a myth. Uh, it's pain. I'm Ache sure the like medical, a heart. Yeah. Yeah. There's pain. It's pain. I'm sure the medical term is not blue balls, but uh, there is pain if you keep holding back. Who's this goofball they have on here? Clueless. Pelvic, Who's this goofball? A so, literal doctor. Pelvic physical therapist here. Ep, epidi, uh, ep, mm, epidemiologist? Yeah, but the uh, hypertension. Um, oh. But that word and then hypertension. Not ologist, but with whatever. Th- this fucking word. Epididymal? Yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, hypertension is the term like and it's right. a thing. It's manipulating a partner, but manipulating a partner to resolve the symptoms is a whole other disorder. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, this needs to be pinned comment answering the answer. Okay, I'll pin it. Gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Uh, Epididymal hypertension, colloquial ref- colloquially referred to as blue balls, is a term used that that person just Googled as the blue balls real. There's no way yeah, you yeah, knew yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is a term used to describe scrotal pain following heightened sexual arousal that did not result in 
orgasm, but they don't exactly. It's a term to describe the pain. It is not a medical condition, which is the point that we were making. Right, right, right. Because when all the times that I've been attempted to be manipulated successfully, so, uh, but I was in my twenties, uh, was because they're like, well, I don't want to get this thing. Yeah. So, but I yeah, don't, I don't want to deny your pain, Jim. I really don't. It, on Healthline, it literally says known medically as epididymal hypertension, EH, uh, can affect people with male genitals. It's, it's literally says it's not serious. It's not. Well, no, but it says, it's, it's says, not it says, serious. It's not serious. But it hurts for a little bit, and then right. you jerk and, and off, look, and you're fine. But yeah, it's like, yeah, it does yeah. exist, right? Exactly. And, and yeah. I don't, and I and I that's where the anger was coming from, which I totally understand because if I experience something, I, I mean, my pain levels is low with a lot of stuff. But if someone tells me that's not painful, but I've experienced pain with it, I'm gonna get fucked no, pissed too. Right. And it's, I'm sure I'm sure what the so, doctor meant was that yeah, like it's not nothing's gonna happen to you right. if, if you get blue balls. Right. Like it's not it's, it's, again, it's, it's not medical. It's like if you if you have to take a shit and then you refuse to take a shit, yeah, and then eventually you take a shit. That's, that's it's gonna be a that's hefty it. shit. Yeah, but, yeah, but then, then you'll feel pass. Bad. Yes, exactly. It's the exactly. same sort of thing. It's just this yeah. thing that's got to go out of you, and you get it out, and you're fine. It doesn't. Yeah. Nothing bad happens. Well, and, and it, it, the, on WebMD there is an article that says the female equivalent is blue vulva syndrome, which is actually a thing. I think I've gotten that with cramps. I've before. literally never heard anyone talk about it before, but it is a thing apparently. And the thing is, you it can hurt. You can tell number one how sensitive men are, and number two that the fact that, like they're dancing around because like they're not. They won't call it. A, they won't actually call it like a medical problem, but they're like. Um, it's a condition or a sensation, like in all these articles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're like, okay, don't yell at us. <laughs> well, yeah, and I guess it, it also it also reminds me like women feel like when you. I mean, I guess not every woman has a painful period, but that's not every woman has a painful period. But um, just the ones, even the ones who do, it's like eh, okay, we just kind of deal with it. Mm-hmm. But I, that took practice. That took for me. That took practice. Because when I was younger, dealing with it was Well, tough. we call out. I think we just, we don't complain about it out loud, but we like call out of like work or school yeah. because of it. Yeah. And then we just yeah. deal with it. Yeah. 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 But I, yeah. Those cramping, if, if it is like anything like the cramping after sex that I've had, I'm like, that does fucking hurt. It hurts. And you're like, what is happening? Is something going to come out of me? What the fuck? You know, I'm sure it hurts. The thing is like, so much stuff hurts. It does hurts. pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Life hurts. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Love that's hurts. The, that's the point. Okay. I think that we're kind of making... Okay, guys. Um, um, oh, wait, I want to talk about something. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I just have to, I had, I had, I've been watching silently too long and silence is violence. And so we, we, we need to talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Okay. I think <laughs> it's, he's it's gone hot. too far. It's gone, it's gone too far. I have never, I, I really like t- Taylor Swift a lot. Uh, we've do- talked about the fact that she's, she's a bit of a basic bitch. Most of her, f- her fans are a bit of a basic bitches. And that's fine. Obviously, that's why her appeal is so broad because most people are basic bitches and I'm not even saying that in a derogatory way it's no. like you like things you like a pumpkin spice latte and a pair of Uggs who doesn't yeah. they're great yeah, um, you got inspirational quotes on your fridge yeah good for you exactly and uh, but this weekend while well, she's doing the international leg of her tour so she her first stop was like Argentina and in she changed the lyrics of karma uh, to say on stage to say karma is the guy on the chiefs coming home to me. And I was like, I, this is Whoa. it. I actually have to speak out about this. Uh, this is, All this right. is, this is too much. Her, the whole thing has become their relationship. And it is so disappointing because it is obvious, at least this year, uh, Taylor is inarguably the most powerful woman in the entertainment business 
in this moment in oh, time. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's no no so one the can people argue. that show no one can up argue to that. her tour shows without a ticket just to sing outside the stadium. Yeah. I'm like, God damn. I'm not y'all. saying of all time. I'm not Beyonce saying Beyonce right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 easily. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm not saying. Yeah. But Swifties are fucking. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not saying Beyonce fans are like more respectful. Yeah, I'm not saying of all time. No I'm not saying any of that. Just it's just like in this moment in time. Oh, yeah. we, we all know. Men know it. Women know it. Everyone knows it. Yes. And um, yeah. And so it was. I'm like, but like, just watching this, I'm like, oh, you are doing exactly what we've talked about on the show for years, which is like giving this guy who has achieved many things in his own life. Like, I'm not trying to say I'm not one of those people who are like Taylor Swift, put Travis Kelsey on the map. I even knew who Travis Kelsey was um, before Taylor Swift. That's how famous of an athlete he is. Right. And he's an, and he's also a rather uh, charismatic athlete. Like they're he's all hot. Dude. They're on that charismatic. He's good looking. I would jerk he's, off to him. He's extremely charismatic. But the way she has just handed over and like in her mid thirties, just like not mid, she's 33, right? Uh, like early thirties, like still made, made like so much of this tour now about him. And I'm not one of those people who thinks that celebrities, it is their responsibility to live their life in a way that is admirable or even moral. Truthfully, they can do whatever the fuck they want. They didn't sign up to be your moral compass. They signed up to be a fucking singer, a celebrity. So I don't think that she, she needs to do anything to set an example. I don't agree with that notion. I think people need to really have a lot more responsibility and guidance in their own hearts and lives. But so that's not can't critique it. That's not why I'm mad at her. I'm just mad at her because it is so disappointing. You are literally the most famous, powerful woman in the world at this time in history. And you are just and you are still just you. You are just you couldn't you 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 can tell from her behavior that she needs the attention of a man so fucking badly. And I guess it's not I guess it's not like uh anything groundbreaking because we could tell from her music. I mean, right. she's fucked guys for like a week that get a song, which is a whole other thing I was thinking about in the shower this morning. I was like, because sometimes I'm even mad at um, myself for talking about like for guys getting even one episode of airtime, even when I'm not saying their name on this show that absolutely did not deserve my time or energy. Mm-hmm. These She's giving people who don't deserve her time or energy full songs. And I'm not saying that's not Travis Kelsey. I'm not saying they don't love each other. I'm not saying she, they might not got married or this might turn into something, but just so quickly. And we know the timeline because she was in a long term relationship. And I know that like kind of was breaking down Maybe over time, but there's like just no way it could have been long enough to be giving this man the amount of attention it is. Unless it is just, you know, and I think there's a lot of it as is publicity, right? But I was like, going to ask you this. If no, you, no, no. If and there's a chance that this of course is there's a chance. Of course there is. I, listen, we're in the entertainment uh, business. But even if, but e- that is almost even sadder in a way if it, it is inauthentic. And then on top of it, they thought after all this woman has achieved, literally co- uh, causing mini fucking earthquakes with the amount of uh, when she does a show with the movement in the stadiums, that was, that was, it was registering on the Richter scale. That is how powerful her concerts are. So after yeah, all damn. this, uh, uh, breaking all these things, re-recording, all your albums to get the uh, your, uh, control of your masters back. After everything that 
she has achieved. Still, one of the things that's going to get the most attention is her prancing around with a football player. It is so societally disappointing. And I just really thought we had come further um, than that as a people. And man, oh man, is a shining on a light that the fact that we have and that still for the most powerful woman working today uh, is still the biggest fucking news is that she got a boyfriend and it is pathetic. And I hate it. I hate it. It literally made me like Taylor Swift less. And I had this mm. conversation with my uh, an ex-boyfriend of mine who is a big Taylor Swift fan as well. Straight. Um, <laughs> and um, he he agreed. And I was like, wow, mm. this really like wow. uh, this really um, he's actually the one who offered that information. First, he was like, it's making me like her less. It, and mm. and and not for reasons like, oh, it's because she's not dating me literally for the same exact reasons that I voiced. And I was like, wow. well, this makes sense why we were, you know, have we're re- dating. Main, uh, remain friends for all this time, yeah. uh, even after we stopped dating. But it was like it, it is. It is shaking me to my goddamn fucking core. (laughs) It is keeping me up at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. It's it's maybe. Does she love bomb? She could. I don't know. You know, I mean, it's also just like through. He is so I got to say, though, I mean, this doesn't make a difference. That guy's so hot. I'm so attracted she to that guy. She can get anyone, though. I, I know. See, I, I, think, know. I, I, I think Maddie Healy is hotter. I'd rather date Maddie Healy. Not even, no questions that? asked. The guy from the, the late singer of the 1975, uh, who oh. she was dating oh, before. right. The ice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily would rather date him. He's, he's, you know, his conversations are better. He's uh, a troublemaker. Travis, Travis Kelsey is, it, and I also think like part of it is like Travis Kelsey is probably um, for a gawky person, like um, awkward guy, person like Taylor Swift, someone that she never, the type of guy she never thought she should, she could get. So there's some mm. like childhood healing in there for Maybe. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, cause like, oh, it's like, oh, the, 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 mo- you know, the, the kind of the coolest football player who could like me likes me. Right. Yeah. Cause I think in the moment he is probably the coolest football player. Right. Mike, even before the, the Taylor thing, I, f- I heard so much about tr- the Kelsey brothers and specifically Travis. Well, yeah, cause the other Kelsey brothers before. The uh, I mean, they're, they're, I don't know if he's the coolest, like he's, the he's most, a, he's like he's one a of the best. Name. Like he's the, going to the hall of fame, but like the closest to being like a movie star, like that energy who, like who, who else? Cause it's Mahomes, like, uh, okay, Rogers. Right. There's, a few guys in there that I oh, think and I mean listen of- but I'm, that's not shade Kel- as soon like right before the relationship with Taylor Swift popped off like this was the year he started showing up in all these commercials. No, yeah, no, so he's yeah. got something going oh, on. Oh yeah, that no, no, does no. make me think it's I'm not planned, taking, though. I'm actually my criticism is actually not towards him at all. It's yeah. towards her. And um He's cool. Like he's but he's I No, yeah, I'm pretty familiar yeah. with his personality again even before the Taylor Swift stuff. And that's another thing. Thank you for answering answer uh bringing up Mahomes because now she's also like hanging yeah, out with, with all these football wives. Oh, so so you just got to fucking Oh, so no. you, so not only are you the, the girlfriend who make uh who fucking makes her entire the you not only are you now the girl who makes her whole life about having a boyfriend even though you're the most powerful woman alive today Maybe but on feel that. on top of that you are also have a totally new friend group of all the other uh fucking football players wives and girlfriends that you're hanging out with non-stop britney mahomes stop stop it stop it it's <laughs> it is hard to watch it is hard to watch and yeah. disappointing and going well if taylor swift can't detach from this societally we have a lot of fucking work to do and I see so many of my friends who I love and respect online being like, I love this relationship. Oh my God. 
God. Oh, very into it. <laughs> oh, God. But I, I'm into it because I think it's a big con. And I think that no. Taylor is, I think Taylor's it's pulling a, a fast move. one. Right. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. if that's the case, mad respect. I so think that she's would make playing this up. Mad respect, the last the last demographic that she needs to get is a sports Are pathetic people? women? Uh, no, are, are yes. men. Right, right, right. Are right, right, men right. who watch football on Sundays. And I don't think this point, is helping, though. The football players No, 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 but I'm saying, that. I think that from what I've heard from people who work in, like, like high-level PR I would believe this, things, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's their last demo that they want to get as, like, her, her team. And then a year from now, you're going to hear about some sort of high-level like deal with the NFL, maybe involving the Super Bowl or not. She's, she's said been no offered to the Super, Super Bowl multiple times. Yeah. Yes. But uh-huh. not for, I don't know how, how many she could probably, maybe this is a play to get double the money. Right. Like there's so many things that happen so, that play here. But the thing is like men don't like the, they actually hate the fact that she's in, that now women are enjoying football. They don't like that. Oh really? But is, but is the play to make her appear more cheerleadery, more wifey with her appearing at, and then men like that aspect of it. Is that the play right now? F- piggybacking off what you said, I think that that is what the play is. Because th- that she's play makes playing, sense. Yes. I think she's playing Middle America. Okay, I think she's playing that, up like a role. That would make me feel a lot better um, for her, you know, because as she says in her own lyrics, I'm a mastermind. So that makes me mm. feel. Yes, I think this is Machiavellian. Uh, okay, so ah. th- in my mind, she uses that too. Um, yeah. So that makes me feel better about her. It still makes me feel very bad about society. Very bad about oh, society yeah. that everyone is being so receptive to it. Because to me, I am literally watching it horrified of all the wonderful, incredible, literally unthinkable, record-breaking things that this woman has achieved. And then if I if I was at a concert and she inserted the lyric, karma is the man, uh, is the guy on the Chiefs coming right, right back home to me, I think I would leave the concert. I think I would leave the concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awful. Yeah. That is awful. Yeah, yeah, From yeah. the core, awful. Yeah, yeah. And especially because the Taylor Swift concert was such a, you know, the stadium is, I mean, like, you know, I don't know what percentage of women were there, but I mean, like, staggering numbers of, of women over men. And so it feels like this wonderful, like, female celebration. Mm. And, uh, yeah, and it feels to like then it's hand tainted. this over to not just a guy, but like the most classic you know, of the masculine energy gals. type of a guy. Like, he has style, but uh, apart from that. Oh, I, yeah, he's a big dumb jock. Right, and people are like, oh, it's lovely that he's, like, supporting her. He has no choice. She's a thousand times more famous than him. What is she talking about? He's, oh, good. Oh, I'm so glad uh, fucking Travis Kelty could support her in her mega arena like, yeah. record-breaking tour. That arena. How yeah, yeah, big yeah. of him? Yeah. What are we talking about? I also, well, I don't think Taylor's kind of gal. It doesn't seem like, and who fucking knows, we're, spe- we're all speculating, but like that she thinks of like, and a lot of women don't like, does this person deserve this or not? A lot of women don't think that ever. Oh, no, no, no. And that, that, she never struck me as somebody like that. That's not, again, yeah, and that's not even like, that's not even a thing. It does he, like, well, you're saying, does he deserve that as far as who he is or as far as what, per, what, um, like substantial, how substantial of a part of my life he is? That's my issue. It's not who he is. I don't care. He could be literally an unhoused person. I don't care right, right, right. who he is. I care, uh, that the fact is like, she's going too fast. She's done literally, he's done literally nothing to add to her life. And there's, it's not a possibility that he has supported her. Her, uh, enough for she, he would have literally had to nurse her back to health from a tragic car accident right. to deserve <laughs> to the amount of lyric. attention that <laughs> he is getting that. right now yeah, yeah in yeah. her life as far as uh, being a supportive partner and yeah it, and it really does feel like she's just kind of she is selling 
She's selling relationship to us right now. That's what she's selling. Yeah. And it's gross. Well, she's selling it in in, in middle America. Yeah, she's in not the selling South, it to you. Dude. No, she's, she's not selling it. She's selling it in <laughs> she's fucking gonna Tennessee. Lose some of us. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. She's going to lose some of us. But she's selling it in places like Tennessee where you get married when you're fucking 24. Yeah, and and you're all blonde. You're all blonde. You're all. When I was in Nashville, I was like, God damn, I forgot. Like Virginia was kind of like this too. All the chicks looked the fucking same. Not not like at my shows, but when I was walking around, like at the bars and stuff, they're all platinum blonde with the same fucking outfit yeah. with the fucking Tory Burch flats, like Ugh. a walking stereotype. But I'm like, where is your uniqueness? They don't have it. Right. And so, but that's a huge chunk of women. Well, that's and everyone so that at the Taylor Swift said. concert. And, but the thing is, right. see then, I, even though I don't think it, it, that, that celebrities have a more obligation, I know she talks a lot, especially in like Miss Americana. She she wants to and she sets, positively she, she certainly sets herself up as someone who is interested in that. And yeah. so, if this is all a Machiavellian, uh, Machiavellian scheme, uh, then I really do completely, then it's like, oh, she's just become a maniac who wants right. to become the most famous at any absolute any like cost. A little, there's a little evil to that. That. There's a lot of evil to yeah. that, and um, and you need <laughs> and to, to get to that level of fame. There, you I need know, to, I hate that. you need to say goodbye to a lot of ethics and morals. I actually believe it's impossible to become her level of fame if you haven't done a lot of, lot of really, really bad stuff. Which is why it always makes me yeah. laugh when everyone's like, she, she gave all her truckers a hundred thousand dollars. It's like, and how many people did she kill to make that money? <laughs> Stop it! How fucking naive are you? How many bodies are in the wake? There is no such thing as a good celebrity of that level. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I. Agree. It is not possible. I agree. Or a politician. Yeah. And so, um, and, and so then that makes me think it's like, oh, so not you are now framing yourself as this person who is obsessed with goodness and doing great, and we see, and we see you, you know, uh, scare, uh, you know, timidly taking a last swig of wine before you make your Instagram post about who you should vote for and registering to vote in Tennessee. That's all fucking produced absolute nonsense yeah. bullshit and right now you don't care at what cost to 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 women or girls or independence and after all you've been through you're like i gotta sell relationship because nothing else worked nothing else i did worked. so now i'm selling relationship and classic 1950s modern nonsense to these women not not modern archaic nonsense mm, yeah. to these women well you you uh i think Ugh. you had said this once like you get you stop uh, maturing at the age that you get famous, like when you went, like for famous mm. people, she got famous when she was fucking fifteen. Yeah, I mean, and, and we can all tell that, Taylor. Yeah, <laughs> right. And she, that's she's kind of embodying that notion of like, I want to be there for my man. I think about that a lot. I'm, I mean, not, obviously not even close to level, but I'm in, in so many ways, it was extremely destructive to not be in the public eye until I was 30. But in a lot of ways, it was amazing because my sense of self was so intact. Although fucking me, I could have become famous at six and it would have been fine, but I was the same person. But, um, I, it is, you need to have like an impenetrable, mm. uh, wall of who you are before you, yes. uh, go into the public eye. Because even, even if you have an almost impenetrable, uh, sense of self you it is impossible not to be deeply affected by the amount of energy that will come into your space once you totally. are in the public eye and this Whether is on the persons of the room and you're not or not like they yeah, just think it's, about you and really bad if they don't like you it's freaky and if they do like it yeah it's it's yeah yeah it's weird so taylor either way i'm pissed at you i I'll, yeah it's interesting how we uh, how we talk about taylor swift's dating life and pete davidson's dating life 
there's like a patheticness that people take on when they talk about Taylor's. Like I'm not, not in this situation, but this is a different thing. But um, like when she was dating people, she couldn't keep down a relationship. Oh, see, I never thought, I, I never, I'm never, I never thought that about her. I thought, I didn't think of that about her, but I, I like people at award shows would make jokes and I'm like, for sure. No and, one does this to dudes who date a lot of celebrities like Pete Davidson. Yeah. We're all like, Dude, fucking keep going, dude. What the well, fuck? Because You're he's, killing it. You know, kind of unimpressive. And and he admits it. So it's, yeah, so it's I like know. a great tactic for him. An underdog. But, but a huge dong will get you. The th- nice guy though. But like, yeah. but for me with Taylor, the fact that she was always quickly going through men, I always interpreted that as she hasn't found anyone yeah, good that, enough for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how I always, anytime someone's yeah. continuously going through guys quickly, that's how I interpret it. I never think that it is. I think people they who only have one man, relationship yeah. their whole life, to me, I think that's person who was scared to take a risk. Oh yeah. Cause sure. what are the chances that the first person you fucking dated, that was, that was your soulmate. Stop. Oh, Stop dude, it. Dude. Stop it. You're being dude. silly. Yeah. What were the chances? Oh, you're scared you of a risk and that's okay. That's a prison sentence. Take, just take risks in person. other parts of your life is my right. suggestion. If that's right. the, if you're scared of that, we all have a part of life that we keep a little bit safe. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah, but yeah, just yeah. don't fucking lie and be like, that's definitely my soulmate. Okay. He lived next door to you. Wow. What a crazy coincidence. <laughs> this is great. Um, guys, you know, also is great. Our fucking guest. Um, I, all I'm going to say is he's the creator of Himeros.tv and we had a fantastic conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show. Davey Wavy. you on what are your titles let's list them out so yeah youtuber hell yeah great youtube content mm-hmm. i'm a producer for a gay porn website that nice. i own called himrose.tv yeah um and i do a lot of kind of content on instagram and twitter and all that so i guess influencer but yeah that word kind of sucks yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that yeah. word's a little lame yeah yeah but yeah you put out content what what is your goal with all of this content that you put out like just to like get people's rocks off or to like teach to go deeper well, it is the rocks off, mm-hmm. but I feel like, you know, I've always made content about the stuff that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. And I started when I was like 22, 23, and it was a lot of videos about coming out of the closet because that's what I was doing. That's what I was navigating. I'm 40. Mm-hmm. And like, as I moved into my 30s, 
that piece no longer felt fun or interesting. Yeah. You move, you ready to move on to something else. So I made content about dicks and sex and cum and all that stuff. And <laughs> it turns out there was a really big audience for it. Yeah. There's a market for cum. We've yeah, seen men it. love cum. <laughs> As it turns out, sex sells. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so six years ago, I created Himorose.tv, which is a gay porn website. Yeah. But it's pleasure focused. It's different, I think, than like what people typically, it's almost like, porn with like a message yeah what's the message (laughs) well i think it's that pleasures are birthright yeah that would be part of it okay um that everybody is deserving of pleasure and affection and touch um we want people to see a reflection of themselves when they go to the site so Mm -hmm. like probably 80 percent of the content is the porn stars that like you would see on twitter with like the big bulging muscles and the Mm. big dick but then another 20 percent are the really like sexy guys that are more kind of like everyday people. Yeah. Um, so when they go to the site, they can see themselves because mm-hmm. all you see is nine inch dicks all the time. You'd be like, that's yeah. what I need to be worthy of desire. Right. right. Yeah. So we're trying to like counter some of those messages. Undo the brainwashing. I like yeah. that. I love a regular looking dude. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. It's great. Um, how like vulnerable you, you reach, you would, you would reach out to me and I was like, this is perfect. Cause we want to do a, a month of episodes dedicated to men. And um, exploring it. And you were saying that their women have a lot to learn about uh, from your perspective of a, as a man who has sex with men. And then I imagine like, do straight men have a lot to learn too? Yeah. I, I think the big thing that gay guys do well is, well, better, better than straight guys would be that we kind of embody a more sustainable version of what it means to be a man. Mm. Like, I think we have a better balance of our masculine and feminine energies. Yeah. So it's like, you can be confident and courageous and assertive, but also like vulnerable and nurturing. Yeah. Um, Now, I don't know if that's what women want from from straight guys that's an interesting yeah because christine and i were talking a little bit before and i was like i especially me coming with a lot of masculine yeah with like a lot of masculine energy i'm like it's interesting because it's like do i want a vulnerable man probably not (laughs) i mean you know yeah do you want a vulnerable man yes i do and i and i tend to lean more towards men that are more have a more express their feminine side more often um yeah i love that because i love talking yeah. I love getting down to the heart of the matter. You know, I love figuring out the feelings um, because I'm, yeah, I just, feelings are my antennas. So it wouldn't turn you off if like a guy cried, like. Not at all. Turn really, me on. Really? Not nice. like in a <laughs> kind <Right>. of way, <laughs> but in a, I'm like, yeah, cry little bitch. Not See, that, that, that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, for me, I'm like, yeah, like life is hard. Mm-hmm. Like, don't fucking hold it in. Like, if you feel like crying, like you got to let it out or else you're going to fucking explode one day. Right. And, and look at like the world that we live in today. And yeah. like, we have such an imbalance with like the dudes that make decisions in this world mm. of this like toxic masculinity. And like, look where we are. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I know. It hasn't worked. And, and I, I also yeah. don't feel like the type of man you're talking about, like, especially like in, you know, politics and stuff. I, th- that's also not how I see masculinity though. Cause I don't think many of those men are masculine. Like, I think there is like a quiet confidence in masculinity. Mitch McConnell. That does, not yeah. That does not really, yeah. That, that, I don't no. see that in yeah. politics yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So in yeah. so much of it, Ted like, Cruz, not, not masculine. masculine. Yeah. It's in performative. A lot of it, it is perf- like yeah. the truck yeah. nuts. 
Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> like the Chuck and the Norris. Calvin Hobbes pissing sticker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, a yeah. classic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What yeah. Is, pissing on a he, Chevrolet logo. When I see that, I'm like, oh, he thinks that he's sending a message to the world about how tough he is. Yeah. What I see is just like a scared boy yes. who feels small. Yes, absolutely. And that, we're all wearing masks. I feel like every person wears a mask. But I, I think with men and masculinity in particular, like... There's a lot of masks that people wear that they're like, if I do this, then I'm doing all the things right. Like, and it's just, it's like, stop. That's why I like when a guy cries. Cause it's like, yeah, fuck the molds. Like fuck what, what people expect of you. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't feel like, don't feel like you have to lock your emotions in a cage. Yeah. To me, like most of this, half the stuff that like, you know, in quotes, hyper masculine men are exhibiting in American culture to me is like the, uh, the walking version of like the saying no homo, which is ridiculous. Uh, Like everything. That's what it says to me. Like, like when people even say that, I go, what are you, what is coming out of your mouth right now? You know, unless it's like said in an ironic way, I suppose. But you're Uh, just like, how did that, like, what is the, even the origin of that? It's so ridiculous. I don't want to think, that I want, I want him to think I want to fuck him. Yeah. Okay. Who like, cares? That was like, good. Who what? cares? Thank you. That was my man impression. That was my best <laughs> I, I man impression. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. you. But that message of like the masculinity is so strong. Mm-hmm. Like even when you're gay, like yeah. you, you can't escape it. Yeah. Yeah. So when we do, when we do film shoots, like it, there's so much of it that's about like really helping guys like let down their guards. Interesting. Which is weird to think about like on a porn set, mm-hmm. but we have tantric coaches, sex coaches. Oh, oh work tantric with. coaches. So we do like little morning workshops. It's almost that's like, fun. like a queer summer camp. Yeah. That sounds so fun. And, and by day four, I mean, these are long shoots that we do like, people's guards really start to come down. And then you see this like really beautiful, sustainable expression of manhood. And you're like, oh God, this is like, this is what the world needs. Yeah. What kind of tantric, huh? Mm -hmm. I'm really into that. But but I don't know much about it. I just know that you like, there's one time I had a boyfriend, long-term boyfriend, and we would do this thing where I would just, he would get hard and then I would just put him in me and then we would just sit and try not to do anything. And it was so hot. So I'm like, that's, I know that's not exactly tantric, but it's like a lot but of waiting be. and pausing. Yeah. Right. Well, there's, I think the, the perception people have around it is it's like come control, right? Yeah. Like it's right. like edging or like mm. seeing how long I can go, not ejaculating. And that can be a part of it. But like really for us, it's kind of exploring these like other um, spaces of your sexuality, like really viewing it as an adventure trying experiments, trying things, seeing how it fits. Yeah. Like so many people just go through these like same ruts over and over again of like, you watch a porn, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. They're going to kiss. They're going to rim. They're going to suck each other off. They're going to (laughs) fuck. Yeah. They're going to come and that's it. Yeah. What the fuck? Like it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then people see that over and over again. And then the sex they have mirrors what they see on the screen. And it's like, yo, sex is so interesting. We can do better than this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And being sexually explorative and sexually adventurous with your partner is just like, there's no bigger thrill to me than that. Um, ribbing is when you lick, what's ribbing again? Oh yeah. I just you lick really the butt? Rib- licking, your over that. licking your asshole. Just licking an asshole. That's yeah. it. Oh, yeah. okay. That's like a three people do. That. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. I've, I've done, I've done, I've done that. that. I've done it. Just can't get that taste out of my mouth. Tang, oh. huh? Oh, it's uh, a tang. Yeah. Oh, you licked the straight guy's hole. Okay. Yeah. I, it, the thing was, I have a whole a joke about it, but she it deserves like, an award. Literally, I had to, though. it cleanest. You're not going to find a, a, a cleaner 
I would say on par with a gay man's asshole, truly. But there was still, it's like the skin that has an actual taste. Because it's like different skin. Like it's you, just different. That's why like you, you put cocaine in your butthole. But it wasn't, really when I say, cocaine. like it was like a tang. It wasn't like fecal matter, tang. you know? It was a tang. It was just a tang. You don't get a tang? I have licked so many holes. I'm how many, I don't doubt it. How many buttholes have you licked? I salute oh. you. How many buttholes is it t- <laughs> you got to lick to get to the center of, yeah. I don't know. Hundreds. I've never felt a tang. I've never felt a tang. Because it's like, you really have to. You've never felt the tang? I've always felt (laughs) Am I missing out? Was the tang good? No, it's just tangy. But we all, we accepted it as par for the course. I think because they're not like douching their ass. Okay, so the douching. You can't just clean. Because I was like, I have like PT. Like a white. post-traumatic tang disorder. <laughs> I think I have PTSD just listening. But I can't believe so you licked all those holes and not one tang. No, because it's like, because you know it's on the table, right? And so you're going to like prepare ahead of time. How does it, Gay how does, is so much work. Tang is a universal straight I've heard female it's a lot of work. experience. <laughs> oh, good for us. Yay. Uh, how, so please walk us through the preparation that a gay uh, butthole would have to go through in order to have it like have a safe, fun, good time. To yeah. release the tang. It's yeah. a, it's a lot of work. Like mm. it starts with diet. Like there's so many um, guys who like you go that it. deep. All the yeah. all straight guys just tapped out on that <laughs> one. Yeah. yeah, you gotta eat your I've chia never seeds. Even thought to ask a man to adjust his diet so I can lick his asshole. Yeah, because yeah. like, like a he's eating like Chinese food and pizza and like drinking lots of beer, right? Like, uh oh, yeah. So. That's definitely a truck nut guy. Yeah, yeah. You gotta do the fibrous stuff that like makes the poop like harder okay it's just like easier oh, to clean out it's not touching the. you want to bulk it up it's barely That's touching the tang's it's, a, it's excuse me excuse on its me, way out excuse me, pardon me excuse me you got some some psyllium husk <laughs> gotta go to toilet psyllium husk. Oh, okay also, Asa, Kira, Kira told us yes, about psyllium husk that. okay I, I bought it and i put it in my cabinet and i said maybe it'll get into me by just sitting there because <laughs> yeah the pre- the preparation seems ab- like above my pay grade yeah metamucil yeah, I've oh my dog that. has that. Yeah. Uh, so you you drink, so you adjust your diet. You drink yeah. something like psyllium husk, which is a pretty potent laxative, right? Like it's right. Well, it's not a laxative. Oh, it's, it's a fiber. fibrous. Yeah, it's like but, yeah. it's but it acts it up. as. Oh, I see. I mean, I really, see, it like moves through your intestines like a sponge, so, so that when you go, you fully go. Oh, right? okay. So it's like, like an long, advertisement for this. It's now. like a long. Because well, apparently, poop is supposed. I saw a picture that like your poop, like healthy poop. Is supposed to be like like long. Everyone is thrown up. Like oh, listening okay. to this. <laughs> no, we is love. Is that not true? We love. So wait, you, what's healthy? It, it was supposed we to come out like I'll that measure. Enough. I'll measure it. It like. was supposed to come out like soft serve. That's what you're kind of. Yeah. Okay. Like a long well, salami. Okay, oh, but remember like a kielbasa. We talked about this when we went on our five day cleanse <laughs> when we were doing our our early YouTube work. Right? Yeah. And we did experience that when we yeah. did our cleanse. You had yeah. some good bowel movements. Yeah. Yeah. And you were like, oh, I could Smooth, do like, I could do soft. anal. I could rim. That I, could I rim. didn't go there, but okay. I was like, my stomach isn't bloated. Yeah. <laughs> I was very excited about yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah. I, every time I've done anal, it's always on the fly. <laughs> no. The guy's drunk. Yeah. I'm drunk. He puts it or he pokes. I'm like, eh. Or he says, I really want to fuck you in the ass. And I'm like, well... I love that you want it so bad. So sure. And then the next day I'm walking like a penguin. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, and, and, yeah. You know, so I, no prep for that. I really love the spontaneity of that. <laughs> but I think that when it comes to anal sex, it does take a little bit of planning. Yeah. So you have your diet and yeah. then you have to clean for it. Yeah. Know? And this is, I think, where people really like fall off is because like there's several devices you can use. Mm-hmm. Kind of the beginner one would be getting like an anal uh, bulb, like an anal douching yes. bulb for yes. Amazon. Yes. Um, 
Man, you get everything on Amazon. And you know what? Like if, if you're in a pinch, like you can really just use like a water bottle. Like just use the tip of it. Uh, or like a turkey Put baster up your butt. kind of thing. Oh, turkey baster. Probably. For sure. Yeah. 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 That might be a little. I've done short, an enema but... before. Well, that's different. But like, yeah. Yeah. Shit's wild. Your butthole is really. But buttholes are very. They're a muscle. And uh-huh. they're, they're, they can flex. You can exercise I, it. I've been to a pleasure chest once and there was a fist. that, And I said, where does that go? And the guy said, up a butt. And I'm like, not my butt. Yeah. We've actually filmed double fisting before. <gasps> wow. Yeah. I mean, that's like, like that's you have to get plugs of certain sizes for that, right? Like you, go you work stretch it, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not like a common like get, most gay men cannot get fisted, let alone like double fisted or yeah, punch fisted wow. or any of that. But wow. a pro tip for people that are kind of interested in exploring the anal space would be get a shower douche. Okay, and you can get those okay. on Amazon. They're like thirty bucks, mm-hmm. and you hook it up in your shower. It almost looks like those wands that you like clean with. And the shower. have you ever seen that like in a hotel? Yeah. Oh yes, 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 yes. Like yes. a separate device, and mm-hmm. you put that up your ass. Okay, and you push it out as it's going in. Oh, so, so then- you're just using your muscles to push out because you're not you're just you're just shooting the water you're not put touching the thing you're, are you or are you inserting it into your you're inserting oh you're actually fully device. inserting it okay yeah, like three or four inches okay and so it's almost like power washing with yeah visuals right. going on right now power washing it so that the poop gets like evacuated it's humbling because you're in a shower and suddenly like all your the water poop is, is brown. just like spraying out yeah. you have to undo the drain so that the poop can go down the drain oh right. wow and you're like how bad do i really want to get fucked right this nice Bad. though just to clean out the system yeah because Sex we, aside, we this feels it. like something i would really get into when i got a colonic i was like oh yeah. shit yeah that's some, that was some dirty water that you that came out that okay. would be a great time to get rimmed after yeah. after a colonic oh, okay. yeah 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 okay. missed opportunity next time yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a while ago it was like 10 so years it, ago. it's a lot of work okay yeah. you can start yeah. that okay. every time well yeah and so your diet i imagine that is especially if you're doing porn like it's a consistently good diet yeah so i'm not in the videos i produce the content but we work with you know a lot of porn stars and it's funny because some of the guys really prefer bottoming some of the guys prefer topping Mm -hmm. and also if you're bottoming on set there's no pressure to really get hard like right in one way it's very easy but then on the other hand you really have to watch what you eat so it's always like the bottoms on set are eating one thing and then the tops just don't even give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. They're like give me some guys. Wendy's. Yeah. yeah. It's like, would you rather like be flaccid or shit on a dick? I don't yeah. know which, which, which one is more comfortable. Have you ever had an accident on see, on set? Oh yeah. Yeah. We call them code, code Browns. So Hell yeah. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. Code Browns. We've had, we've had crazy. I mean, I think I was thinking about this this morning. I think I've filmed 400 porn scenes, gay porn scenes. Wow. Yeah. And how I mean, many code Browns? I would say like five or that's not six. Bad. Is that's that not its bad. own like compilation? Because I feel like some people are probably into that. Do, yeah, maybe. Well, the credit card company doesn't uh, let us do post anything. Yeah, oh. not that we would. But Mastercard. Like, yeah, yeah, get the fuck with it. We <laughs> did do a scene though. It was called "Sex in the Shitty," and <laughs> we wanted to model for people. Like, I couldn't help but wonder <laughs> <laughs> what happens like when you do have a code round in sex because it yeah. does happen yeah and oftentimes it can result in like a freak out and then it shames the bottom and then like yeah. it can be kind of traumatic so we pretended that the bottom got shitty and so we wanted to show like what it actually looks like as a compassionate top the first Aww. time we did it he was like fucking him and he looks down and he goes yo you got shit on my dick <laughs> and we're like that was a 10 yeah let's see what a three looks like <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then we're going to move you into the shower yeah, and show people like that you can still have fun. Is it bad for your urethra to get shit on your dick? It like, can you get a UTI? You know, 
Yeah, that's a good question. I've because got- women, like we, oh, you wipe front to back. That was taught to us when we were children, but also never go from the butt to the vagina. I learned that the hard way. Right. But I think it comes back to the tang. Like I think because gay guys are so clean, clean. Yeah. I don't think I've ever gotten a UTI from wow. anal sex. I think wow. you're, I think the dick like is like, it's more protective of the area that would get infected too. Like the vagina is just kind of all out there. So I feel like it's all out there. Yeah, well, yeah. yes, because of like the, like what the, the open, like, it, there is actually the, more access. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Like that's why vaginas are always getting diseased and, <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Finicky little the dick is more protective <laughs> of itself. That's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. The dick is like a tank. Yeah. Going you know to the what? battle. The moral of the story is no one has it easy. Straight, no. guys, straight guys have it easy. They seem to, but I, re- I do, I, I, I'm starting to um, develop a sense of like compassion towards straight men who won't allow them, who think that feeling is being a pussy. Like I really mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the damage that that does to your psyche. Sure. I cannot imagine what that does and i'm like uh yeah i don't know that's i feel for them right in that way and if you look at the porn that straight guys are consuming like it's the only thing that's being expressed is like the guy like fucking as hard as he can like there's no yeah there's not a lot of softness to it yeah it's also interesting because the this might be a controversial hot take, but like when Love you it. when you look at porn, kind of the going theory is that like women are so objectified in porn. Mm-hmm. When I watch straight porn, which I do sometimes, like the guy is just a penis. Like he's yeah, honestly yes. You never see his face. I, you, his it's always focused on the woman usually, right. but it's like from the point of view of the guy, which I'm like, can we get the point of view of the woman, please? Because like, yes, that's hot, but you know. It's just her. That's crying. not what I experience. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> and like, yes. And I'm sure like what she's doing is performative and maybe not real. But Sometimes. Like, but I want to see his face. There's and- enough. Yes. I want to see the guy like go crazy. Um, what kind of straight, like when you watch straight porn, like, is it to like, just be curious or is it like, does it make you horny or are you like, what are you guys doing on that side of the pond? There's this weird thing with gay guys about, and, and I think it is like about internalized homophobia phobia and mm-hmm. masculinity that like when you're told over and over again that like you're less than when you're treated le- like I couldn't get married till 2015, like yeah. it's illegal. Um, people are disowned by their family and friends. Yeah. Like, you know, religion like, kick you out for who you love. It's fucking wild. There's all this stuff. And, and at some level, if people keep telling everyone tells you you're less than you're less and less. Eventually you believe it right yeah. at some level. And so the only thing that's not damaged, like to date another gay guy would be to date someone else who's damaged. Yeah. There's a lot of gay guys who really idolize straight men, mm. right? There's this huge fetish of like seducing straight men uh, that they're like on a pedestal, like they're, they're unbroken. Huh. Which, which you also find in the lesbian community. Yeah. That's like a big thing too. Like straight women? Yeah. yeah, Like, yeah, lesbians like love to go after straight women. That's kind of like a trope almost. Because of the hardship of- like society and your family in, in so many cases and your friends and like your community ousting you wow. because of that, right? Like I yeah. imagine that's why you start to idolize the straight guy. Well, it's just cause like, cause, cause gay people in your head are so like less than and damaged. Like you, you believe the hype, right? Yeah. And so mm. I think that's because if you're getting it. it from your religion, from your parents, from your school, from yeah. all this stuff, from the homophobic neighbor guy who's probably gay right. and doesn't want to admit it. And you're like, oh, God. I don't want to fuck someone that's as damaged as me. Like, let me pull this straight guy. Like, let me see if I can get him. Like, mm. kind of, it's kind of like, like I wouldn't want to be a member uh, of any club that would let me in kind of a thing. Yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How was your experience coming out of the closet and like realizing Ooh. your sexuality? Like, how did that go? Yeah. So was it smooth sailing, Davy? <laughs> this is when I feel old because it was. It was. I was seventeen. So this is twenty three years ago. This is like probably like Will and Grace. Like, oh right. Era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a different world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like coming out in in that time period. Um, family was not great. Uh, my parents are very Catholic. I was going to ask you if they were religious. Damn. Yep. So they had an arc. Like they had a a, a story arc. There. My mom is my bookkeeper now. So like for my nice. point site. Um, oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. So she got like, better. It it for sure did. It took decades. <laughs> and and you and you were able to not have a chip on your shoulder for your mom like buying into the bullshit. Yeah, I mean, she that's was, amazing. She was doing the best that she could. The right. first thing she said yeah, to right. me was, um, she goes, she's from Rhode Island, so she has a really strong accent. She was like, David, she's <laughs> like, the, the only thing that really bothers me here is that you're gonna, you're gonna, uh, you're gonna burn in hell, or you're gonna. Was something like, <laughs> what a light way to say thing. Yeah, little cash. The only I have to pick is your eternal damnation, David. Wave it. And then you're gonna get AIDS. Like that was like the that was like the next sentence. That's the cherry on a Sunday. She was afraid for you. So she wasn't like disgusted by you being gay. She was just like, oh, I don't want you to experience a bad life. Like people are gonna. Like, you know, the whole God thing doesn't like that. That's how she would frame it. That's, yeah. yeah it's, it's very generous. So that like, she, she wouldn't be a bad person. Right. She yeah. just wants, she's like, you know, life is hard enough. Like, you know, you want to have. People love saying life is hard enough. I know. Yeah. And then inserting like something really, really important we, about you. You're like, without just, you having to be gay. Oh, you mean something that's important to me? Right. Oh, okay. So how I get who I, how I see pleasure. Okay. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who I yeah. love. Yeah. Yeah. So they had a good arc and, and. My dad got it better than my mom, which is weird because he's like a fisherman, hunter kind of guy. But mm. I think just intellectually, he got it. Nice. Um, and and that's nice. He had one parent that was like, okay, yeah, it wasn't a big deal to him. Um, but I continued to go to like Catholic college. I mean, I was really oh like, shit, I really was like college. a glutton for punishment. I was like, bring it on. Like, yeah, yeah. Never got molested. None of that. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. many people have. Yeah, yeah. No, it's I crazy. Have to carry that that guilt with me. That I think I was too eager. <laughs> oh, I tried. I yeah. tried to get molested by a teacher once, and he was a good person about it and didn't do anything. Yeah, you uh-huh. just wanted it too bad. You know, mm-hmm. they want the ones that kind of the kids so that aren't funny. thirsty for them. <laughs> that are more, Starn, more not me. <laughs> yeah, damn. <laughs> they want to fight. Yeah, they want to put up a fight. And I, I just blonde be openly highlights. willing. They were like, "Oh no, this one wants it." <laughs> this one wants oh, it. so, so and and how were you treated by like the world? Like your your classmates? You're like because when you come out, do you have like? Do you tell, who do you tell? You tell your parents, you yeah. tell people that you are close with, but like, it's, it's just, a, it's such an odd concept. I'm sure you, it's so weird. Contended with it's like that you have to fucking come out. Like who cares? I still, do. I still come out. Cause I like people will like, I'm so gay and I'll go to like a <laughs> store and I'll be buying something and someone will be like, Oh, is that for your girlfriend? And I'm like, well, first of all, do you have eyes? Like, do you, do you, do you see what's in front People's of you? People's gate like, are honestly pretty bad. Yeah. And good for it them. Is. They're yes. not making assumptions. Right. 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 Assumptions. Right. 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 Um, so you still come out like, you're still like, Hey, like, no, like this is not for my girlfriend. This is for my boyfriend. Yeah. And then you kind of have to see like how they the look at their I wonder eyes. If sometimes they're doing it though. If, if it's their like weak way of, of being nosy, you know, I sometimes Maybe. wonder if people are doing that when they say something like that, because it's like, even if they said that, 
even when people say stuff like that to me, like under the assumption that I'm straight, which I am, it's still like, it's none of your fucking bit notes for my mom. Like, what, what, shut, mind your business. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not yeah. really. People are very nosy. Yeah. We've accepted the nosiness yeah. of others. And I say, let's reject it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I never looked at it from that angle, but I bet you're right. They're just kind of like, they just want to know your business. Yeah. yeah. When I came out to my parents, I came out to my friends first mm. because I wanted to have like a, a support. Yeah. yeah. I want to have like a safety net. I actually, Good when call. I came out to my mom. Who I'm like feeling now, my body. I was laying on the couch um, in our living room and I had my head in her lap and she had her hand Aww. on my chest Aww. and she could like feel my heart racing. And she was like, what she wanted to know, like, what, what was it that I had to tell her? And the reason I came out to my friends was because I thought I might not have a place to sleep tonight. Oh, oh shit. Dude. And obviously that wasn't the case, but it is yeah. the case. Sure. For a lot it's of a very logical people. fear. Yeah. yeah. Especially, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I came out to friends first, then my family. Luckily, like that wasn't the experience I had. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of continued to have to come out to people in college and all that. But now, now I kind of get like, I think not, I don't just come out as gay, come out as a pornographer. People be like, what do you do? And I'm like, I make a porn. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Like, I just want to see like their, let them oh, know. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I love telling people about the podcast yeah. or like when I meet a boyfriend's family, oh, what's your job? I call guys we fucked. What's your job? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and that's how I gauge. I'm like, are you cool or yeah. are you lame? Yeah. What's yeah. your job, Susan? Yeah. Yeah. Uber drivers are always curious about like what I do. Oh, really? Uber drivers yeah. love asking questions. Yep. Speak of nosy people. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> taking an Uber in a minute, I guess. I'm like, oh, I film gay porn. I'm like, oh, no judgment i'm like well, cool and you're driving you my yeah. uber <laughs> yeah. judge okay, me all no judgment <laughs> i, I hate when people say that it's like it's almost like it's like okay well i wasn't even thinking about judgment until you just brought it up yeah right psycho yeah <laughs> yeah and um so your friends were uh, cool friends were cool i think did I, anybody go i know dave like, I've heard that people get that reaction and like, I've heard some gay men go like, that really upset me. And I've heard some gay men go like, thank God. Like, right. they felt relief and then others didn't. So like, what yeah, was- so here's another pro tip. Like when someone comes out to you, just remind them how much you love them. Just yeah. Be like, Thanks for telling me. I love you so much. Like this doesn't. Thanks this doesn't- for trusting me with this. Yeah. 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 And that's all people need to hear. Like, yeah. I love you. And like. I love you as my friend, whatever. Oh, the thrill, um, the, the thrill straight people get when we're one of the first people to hear that you're gay. You have no idea. You're feeding our narcissism. <laughs> really? Oh, really? Oh, my God. No, I'm one of the first people that someone comes out to. I go, yes, I knew I was one of the best. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's psychotic. So just know you're, you know, we're helping each other. Yeah. Goodness. It's mutually beneficial. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or you guys are jizzing on each other. You go, oh, I just Backs. got one step closer to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Move Thank me up you. in the line. You're welcome, Jesus. <laughs> Interestingly, I think the thing people have had a bigger issue with is the porn piece. Like, right. Because it's one thing to be gay. And that makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense because yeah. people don't like, people still aren't comfortable with others enjoying, loudly enjoying their sexuality. Right. It's so, and everybody watches porn. I'm like, you guys, stop. Just stop the charade. Right. Can like, we be honest? Stop. Right. right. We all watch it. I'm creating, the stuff that I create is like really fun. Like, I was just thinking this morning about the the shoots we did. And one of the first shoots we did was in Hawaii. We always pick these like really remote <gasps> Hawaii. locations. That's like, a fun ride off. Well, yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, great yeah. business expense. Yeah. I'm like, where do I want to go? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sweden, Hawaii, Ooh, Austria. Sweden. We filmed in castles in France. Oh, like, my how God, God really cool spots. But in Hawaii, this was maybe four or five years ago. Um we were getting ready to film and our cinematographer was this straight guy. Sometimes we hire a straight crew 
And it's actually interesting. Just troll them or? Yeah, just troll them. <laughs> just to make them super See how manly they are. We're like, so we're going to do double fisting <laughs> in this scene. And um, you're going to be right up in there. No zoom. No zoom. You're just going to be literally close to the butt. It sounds stupid, but when you have a straight cinematographer, their perspective is actually different. Yeah. Like, I would imagine. Yeah. They're more neutrally engaged with like the subject. Yeah. This so, makes sense. That's why a lot of gay bars hire straight bartenders. Well, that's why they're not yeah. giving out drinks for free. But yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, it's kind but, yeah. of the same concept, though. Yeah. yeah. He almost approached it like a nature documentary. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. Like, yes. Like, the homosexuals. Yeah. Are, In their are, natural are, habitat. Yeah. yeah. So so we hired him and we don't do this anymore. But at the time we allowed him to bring someone with him. So it was like his girlfriend or something. Right. So she was saying <laughs> so she was bring like, a buddy. Give yeah. me just yeah. so he doesn't fall into your trap. Yeah. Right, right. This is my girlfriend. Just to keep him tethered. That's so funny. So she was on set. Well, she was she was there. We rented this like retreat center. My and plus one. <laughs> did you have to tell the retreat center you were filming porn? All the time. Yeah. So we most places say no. Right. I mean, if we're like, we want to rent your, we need 13 bedrooms. I'm film a video. Oh, so 13 bedrooms. Because there's seven models and six crew in every project. You're like, is it a And wedding? everybody gets their own hotel. Everyone, I think legally we have to. Oh, really? Right? Like, great. you can't That's just great. like, yeah. good for you. You're I really mean, ethical just with adults company. deserve their own hotel. I have their own space. Yeah. 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 But it means like, there's not a lot of properties we can rent. It's like yeah. castles, chateaus. <laughs> Darn. Like, we're like, limited to castles what a bummer and chateaus. Right. <laughs> And 90% will say no, right? They're like, sure. yeah, we don't want you. It- and you know, you're like, that's fair. I'll call somebody yeah, else. Totally. Yeah, yeah, we don't want your smut. I, I will say in Europe, totally different. Like we filmed in this family's like farmhouse in Sweden <laughs> that was like 200 years in their family. Of course, the Swedes are and, cool with it. Oh yeah. And I was like, you do know that we're filming gay porn in your house. And, and she's like, yes, people have had sex in my house before. And I was <laughs> Amazing. Like, I was like, oh, this is not America. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so anyway, we were in Hawaii and this straight woman was on set and she was actually leaving for the day and she had like a rental car or something. So she goes off and maybe like 30 minutes before the camera started rolling, I see her like running up the hill and she has like mascara, like streaming down her face. Like she's like hysterical. And I'm looking at her and she's like, the arms are flailing and she runs. I'm like, oh, she's like gone crazy. Like she's had, she's like having an episode and she goes, oh my God there's an intercontinental nuclear missile coming to Hawaii. And I just like, look at her like, what the fuck? That sounds like the beginning about? of a porno. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Roll the cameras. Oh no, we all have to fuck. There's a missile. Turn the cameras on. So, so I'm like, what the, f-? Like, this woman's crazy. And I'm like, no, she's like, I heard it on the radio. And I was like, Uh-oh. I'm sure it was just some like show or program or like some test of a, and she's like, I recorded like, it. World, the war of the worlds where they're faking the alien yeah, invasion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she pulls out her phone and the first thing it says is this is not a test. There's an intercontinental nuclear missile. That's when everybody got the text alert. Yes. Right. And we were so far into the jungle that we didn't was... have like Wi-Fi or oh, like shit. internet or anything. Oh. And so we thought it was real. Oh. Did you just, what'd you do? Did you fuck? Well, I ran up to the to the airbnb like the people that owned it and i was like like is this happening yeah and they were like there's a missile coming and i was like this has happened a lot they're like never (laughs) (laughs) so we all like went inside this like plywood house and i was like well i guess this is it like (laughs) and for 30 minutes until the all clear signal came through and then it did and then we were like okay because there was never a missile there right? was no missile. We would have yeah, heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, I, this completely. I, I, I remember that. that. I remember it. it was blown off the map. We'd know. Yeah, we yeah. know. Well, it couldn't burn if it wasn't blown off the map. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember that fuck up because I was like, oh, someone's getting fired. There was actually a um, 
Pornhub released data from when that happened in Hawaii. And you could see like the porn traffic dip. And then oh. once the all clear happened, like everyone just wanted to jerk off. <laughs> that's so yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so that's what so we did. Funny. We, How many we, we times, thought, this is a separate like, uh, you know, a little route, but uh, how many times can you come in one day? Like me personally? Yeah. or uh, mm, I would, like two is 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 definitely not for me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. When we work with models. Coming. But when you were younger, do you think like in your 20s, do you think you could, could have come more in one day? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. Do you like younger guys? Yeah, well, my last boyfriend was 12 years younger. And I mean, just, it, I mean, for me, like once men um, past 35 to me, like the, the dick uh, really goes what, downhill. What, what, what do you call the time? What is the geriatric? Old no, dick. no. What, what's the, what's the period of time between coming and then coming again? There's like no oh, the refractory, the refractory period. period. Oh, that's yes. what I was looking for. I was like, I was thinking retention, gotcha, but I was like, that's girl. not the word. So yeah, I feel like the refractory period just gets uh, longer and longer. Uh, and then they just take a age, nap, especially after 35, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, just a lot more like just like I don't even like not necessarily even like ED issues but sometimes you know I'm just like more aware of it you know because so many people also with a show like this write in like is it me and I'm like we're all in our own heads it's not you it's really fucking nature like it's just life (laughs) well and and on that subject erectile dysfunction right like this isn't a real term like this is pharmaceutical companies invented this term yeah I read that I read that there's erectile disappointment that's that's my dick isn't doing what you want it to do yeah (laughs) but like if you're so disconnected from like communicating your desires Mm. if if you're not in attunement with your partner. Interesting. Yeah. yeah which a lot of straight guys. Yeah. Like, a lot of straight guys don't know how to be in tune with their female partners. Like it's like, it's, yeah, it's not. Um, and, and I know that, you know, I've, I've been told by so many straight guys that when they stopped watching porn, they were able to be intimate with their partners again. Is that the same for, have you experienced that? Like, is it the same for gay males? Like does porn fuck up your vision of men or does it like, do you just see them as objects in a way that kind of ruins your intimacy? Well, I think there's a part of it that's like your expectations around like body, dick, all that. It does affect that, right? Because mm. if you're just seeing like these like, ripped nine inch cocks, Greek gods yeah. all the time, yeah. it's like, well, what the fuck? Who looks like that, right? Yeah. Um, but the other piece I think is really just like it's these tired storylines, these tropes. Like, this is how you engage with this person. Like, there's mm. so many ways to have sex that don't even involve a hard dick in some instances. Like there's like, Ooh, how do you have sex without a hard dick? Like just do my dishes. <laughs> like, that's, that's sex for me. Like, yeah. I got, oh, I got man. fingered last night and I was like, this is fantastic. Just, yeah. that's all I need. Oh, just a finger. My nipple sucked. Like I, I could do Like, I don't, you know, like that's fine. Like that's yeah. nipple sucking is pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. You do it in like a public space too. So that's why. Ooh, like a pool. <laughs> a pool. To see where it goes. <laughs> Lift up his shirt in Times Square. <laughs> yeah. Um, but people are so conditioned by seeing like the same porn. So, yes. so I think if you watch porn, that's different. Like, yeah. You can start. But guys aren't gonna like, at least straight guys. I don't think they're going to be like, let me widen my palate right. for women. Right. It's just too easy to just bail widen it for themselves, though, because I've had definitely like boyfriends who will watch a lot of interesting pornography, but it's certainly like has nothing to do with me because mm. it's like bodybuilders. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I remember that. Yeah. We released this um, platform actually last week. It's called the Himeros Academy, and it's like it's almost like masterclass style courses oh, cool. for men to cool. like the first one's mastering masturbation. Mm-hmm. So it's a tantric Ooh. coach talking straight about, men, like, gay men, all the men. I mean, our audience is gay towards men, gay men, but like yeah. really anyone can do it. And yeah. anyone with a penis walks yeah. through all these like masturbation strokes. Everyone just kind of jerks off the same way. Yeah. Right. Right. What are the other ones? Oh, you can do like around the clock. You can do wait around. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can like whoa, jerk whoa, whoa. off. Like wait, do we wait, have something that he can use as a penis? Yeah. 
We got to see. We need a visual. There's no way around the clock what? works. Why that are works. we? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Are, no. Why are we on YouTube if we don't get a visual no. of this? Right. Right. What's yeah. even the point? Wait, okay. So wait, 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 we'll pretend my penis is in my chest here. Sure. So it's like. Is this in the shot, Mike? It's in the shot. Okay. A little up a little more. A little more like it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My penis is coming out of my tits. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that in a guy. So if you're doing around the clock, like six o'clock, nine o'clock. So wait, you wait. move the you move like the shaft of Just the- take it out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take out your you know you want it. It's huge as a big dick. <laughs> but you're moving like the so I have now I have a pencil. <laughs> Everyone has Ew. a fake dick in their hands. So wait, so, to work with wait, it. So, I feel so like just, this is a class that so, we're taking. So just so I'm clear, I'm moving it so <laughs> it's like you start it here, but then you're like it's a little here and then it's a little here. But down, but like a you, clock. Like, down so towards, the, down like towards like three the o'clock, six o'clock. This so feels like Wiccan, like Wait, the powers you? of the East and the North and the West. Wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, it does. Are you hold on. So wait, you do like that? Well, if I want to jerk a guy off, I want all those hips I can get. Yeah, no, like you know? down. Like your dick can go down. Oh, yeah. so you oh, point it down. You so know that's what? six o'clock. Okay. So you're not moving the hand. I thought it meant like you move the hand like around it like this. And then like you do that. No, the the clock it's, piece is the direction of the dick. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. Okay. So if right. the dick's pointing down six right. o'clock, it's you, pointing up. Yeah, twelve. But you can also do like corkscrew. So there's oh, like this that's movement. the thing that I feel like wouldn't doesn't work. So what the is corkscrew? corkscrew you're moving corkscrew your hands or your how much so pressure <laughs> we talking? What are we doing with our hands? I feel I'm gonna go and jerk my boyfriend <laughs> off after this. That I really want the most tips I can get. But it's different. Like it's different for everybody. Some guys like the grip of death. Right? They want it to yes, be held. Right. I'm a grip of death guy. Grip of death. Uh, yeah. Some people okay. Really all right. <laughs> we all, we all know too much about each other <laughs> here at the Guys Who Fuck podcast. Are we doing the show or not? I mean, one. And, and, and death grip syndrome is something that like, you know, a lot of like with if you're a straight guy and you have that, a lot of times you can't come from a vagina. Um, right. How do you, I mean, I, I imagine the only way to rectify that is to stop jerking off. Is no, that, you can decondition it. So like you can get a flesh jack, a flesh light, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can like stick it in your couch, like in the corner of the couch and he can just fuck it and like practice what it's like to come without right. squeezing it. You yeah. just have to like decondition your dick. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if he continues to do it, yeah, he's going to continue to experience it. It just means pleasuring yourself in different ways. Right. We did this um, exercise called pleasure mapping because you were asking like, oh, well, how like tight do I hold it? And it's different Everyone's for, so for different. each person. Yeah. So this was a tantric exercise. We actually filmed this for one of the videos where one partner touches the other partner in all different ways, mm. in all different parts of their body. Yeah. So it can be like, like you know, a fingertip stroke, or it can be a that. slap. Um, it can be a pinch. It can be with your tongue. And that person rates how pleasurable it is on a scale of one to ten. It's so like the first time it's- I did it. Someone was rubbing my feet and I was like, fuck, that's a 10 for me. Like, whoa, I didn't know that you start to discover these erogenous zones in your own body. Totally. And sometimes when you hold your body in a weird way, you're like, why is like sometimes if I'm masturbating and I have my feet like that, like, I don't know why that feels better. It's so weird. Instead of like pointed like a ballerina, but like pointed up towards my head. I'm like. Why is that? Why is that hotter? So bizarre. But the body's so interesting. Yeah, but that that's not unique. Like we have a, a couple models that we've worked with who like they can only come when they point their toes. Really? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so we have to like so write funny. that into the scene that wow. like if we want a come shot, like points your toes. He's gonna have to be laying down. Yeah, I told. Uh, yeah, okay. That's so weird. Yeah. I wonder what the connection is. I mean, obviously, like the muscles, everything's fucking connected. But um, in your body, I think it's conditioning because like I usually here we go. I usually jerk off with my right hands. And right. right. And and. 
So I've been trying to, we all know a lot about each other's it's, masturbations. It's so you're like, oh, it's a stranger. Well, if it's I was, like I was, you're that's that's yeah. why I was laughing. I was thinking I, of like the dudes that make their hand numb and then yes. jerk off with it. it the, like you like call it the stranger. stranger. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Have you done that, Mikey? I've never done that. But Have I, you done it, David? Oh, yeah. It's was, almost impossible for me to come you, with my left hand. Like it's so difficult. And when I do come, do you feel like it's, you're like being attacked? My <laughs> right hand starts to go because uh, it's so used to doing this. So it's funny. like when you scratch a dog's ear and he starts itching. Yeah. Like with his foot. That's right. So I'm cute. like jerking off like a ghost dick <laughs> as, as, I'm like, as I'm coming. Wow. What the fuck? Like, cause we're, it's, it's just been so deeply wired into us. Yeah. yeah. And, and you really can't get like, so like the, this idea of giving sex tips, you know, it's, it's like everyone's body is so different that you really, one size does not fit all. I right. mean, people just like such vastly different things. Right. And then they think they're weird if their body reacts in a different way. And it's like, okay, like we can normalize this for everyone and yeah. like find what works for you and then communicate it to your partner. Like when you're 20 and you're having sex, like I just expected people to like read my mind and know what feels good. Totally. Now that I'm fucking 40, I'm like, hey, this is what I like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is what feels good for me. Mm -hmm. You know, and you communicate that. Yeah. And I think when you were talking about like the erogenous zones, I was thinking, especially when dealing with like, you know, straight or bi men who I, you know, have had sex with. I, going a little bit outside of the box makes a world of difference. Mm. And it's almost kind of sad because you can see like, oh, they've never really experimented um, touching themselves or being touched in ways that are not like very, very Ugh. on the nose sexual. So like outside of like, you know, dick mouth or whatever, if you try like ear or neck on a straight man, you're the, like in my experience, they're like world is blown. And I'm just like, <laughs> has no one ever been like, Gentle, gentle with you <laughs> right it's yeah. like it made me a little sad i mean like honestly so easy because you're like oh i can if i can blow your mind by nibbling on your ear like we're gonna last a long <laughs> this time gonna, yeah it's this gonna is, go the distance this is great but it, it, it does speak more to like the lack of vulnerability that uh, many straight men are exhibiting and, and in your case you're saying gay men too yeah so do, do they like that experience they love they, it okay they don't feel like, so the where you're like have you ever been touched like this right. oh like because it, it it's vulnerable. tender it's very tender yeah. yeah that is vulnerable i think to like have a, a, a woman be in the lead right for a, a straight guy that might be like wanting to be in control and like that would be outside yeah their comfort zone i don't know i'm not an expert on straight on straight men but neither <laughs> who we. is yeah, yeah. Uh, straight men aren't we aren't you aren't no one yeah. is it's who knows what's going on over there to unfold. it is one of the things that i so I usually date younger guys, like guys in their like early to mid twenties mm -hmm. and, um, which is a whole nother thing, but, but often you have they that go experience. The <laughs> they do. Short refractory period. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But like, I'll sit on their dick and I'll like do kind of kegels with my ass. So like, if, if you've never done that when you're oh, doing, I'm doing them right now, yeah. <laughs> and you squeeze their dick. Both holes. They've never had that experience before. And they're like, oh, right. Like, everything is new and exciting. Oh and yeah. That's fun. They still have joy when it comes right. to like. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. The future looks bright for them. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I, I was once told by a straight man that when they do anal and you get in the butt, the opening of the anus is tight, but then it's just empty space after that. Like, so it's just like, so in other words, they were saying to me like the vagina feels better because it's like t the whole thing is tighter versus the anal is just getting through the, uh, the, the, the doorway and then it's just like a cave do we believe that like if, i don't know if but the like, vagina he, feels when better. he said that to me at a barbecue all these guys agreed and i was like wow. what the fuck why did i let you do it that it hurts right. for me and it's not even that great for you it's just the tabooness of it so but when you 
do you are you top and bottom or are you one which one are you i'm versatile okay versatile yeah. so I don't have a point of comparison because i've never i was like right. cracked a vagina you've but, never yeah. cracked a vagina but like, when yeah. you enter a, a, a man's ass i don't know like i'm assuming buttholes are similar but who knows i don't know um do you is it like tight at first uh, upon entry and then um I find a it little... consistently tight, but now I'm okay. like wondering, I'm like, well, maybe it's just because I'm used to that and don't know. Maybe, maybe it's to... better this way then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'll just stick with this. Yeah. If you're, if you're liking it, I say don't change. Okay. hundred <laughs> <laughs> yeah. percent. Um, well, and a lot of straight men, I, there's a point in the podcast where I discovered, I witnessed my partner at the time have an anal orgasm, like a prostate orgasm. And it was so hot. And I was like, how it's like when I discovered like aliens and ghosts, I'm like, why are we not talking about this all the time? Like you have a treasure trove up your ass. Like you have right. a G spot, like you let's do. go explore it. And then a guy, straight guys are very like, whoa, 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 whoa. right. Cause it's a I'm vulnerable like, oh spot God. in their body. Yeah. 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 It, it, yeah. Um, I, I, I would say like we did a series about, um, helping men become multi-orgasmic because usually it's nice. something you would associate more with, with like women. vaginas. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and there's a muscle that you can, that guys can use, like if they're listening, where when you pee, you squeeze a muscle to like stop the pee. Okay. If you exercise that, like if you do that on a daily basis, like squeeze stop it. Stop the pee, stop, stop the, the pee, pee yeah. stop the pee, do this several times a day. When you ejaculate, you can actually squeeze it, stop the ejaculation from happening. So it's like hacking your body. You still Ooh. have an orgasm, but your cum doesn't come out. And oh. so then you're still horny afterwards. What? So then cool. they can keep going. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Does the orgasm feel better or different in any way? It just builds. So like wow. each one feels like more. I mean, it's what I would imagine like a female orgasm might feel. <gasps> yeah. Like, Cause you, some, yeah, they're all so different, know. but I like mean, you, you can get a build. You can get like a slow, steady build that you're like, Oof, we're off to the races. Yeah. But and then there's like one, that's something you never learn in like health class or like no yeah. one ever teaches oh, yeah. you. So for us to film that, it's really fun. Cause now we're showing people like a different way of. Yeah. Something that's been in your body the whole time that you could, what other stuff like for guys that they can enjoy sex more, enjoy masturbation more. We've filmed nipple gasms before, like where you cool. like pleasure someone's nipple, like to the point of them actually like really feeling orgasmic um we do they this, come when they it's more like a orgasm without ejaculation okay yeah, yeah. can I, anybody have a nipple gasm i think you have to be like if you're doing that pleasure mapping exercise and like your ah. nipples are seven eight nine ten like yeah you probably have it in you um the other thing that we filmed that was really fucking eye-opening was full body orgasms mm. usually when guys jerk off it's like because when you're a kid and you're like learning how to do this, you do it in your bathroom as like quietly and quickly as possible. You hold your breath. You kind of hold it all in. Your yeah. body's really tight. And then into adulthood, you like keep doing this. Yes. Keep holding your breath. Because you're like, this is what feels good. Yeah. Well, it's just like what you're used to. Yeah. Right? And so like to really relax into it, to breathe, like to really like let the energy circulate across your body. You can have a full body orgasm. Yeah. Ooh, and it's fucking like religious. Like, wow. It's like you like see dead people. Like kind what? Of, kind of feeling. Like, Hell yeah. It's like you feel it in your toes you feel it in your fingers whoa. like it's almost an out-of-body experience it's almost like whoa whoa can a girl a girl gal can do that too i don't know okay, I'm not, I'm not well the breathing is because like, we had an orgasm coach on years ago and yeah she and said you can to orgasm. breathe through your orgasm was such a like uh that was just like such an aha moment for me because so you're right because because even like for me as a woman i like i am used to hold like holding my breath to come and then so reteaching myself to breathe through the orgasm was like you know in my 30s already was such a change of pay like and i still have to remind myself consciously to like 
breathe through it because it's so ingrained in us to hold our breath. Something there's something about it. I hold my breath all the time. It's almost like to me. I almost also think of it as like almost like self like 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 self contained auto erotic asphyxiation a little bit. Like I I can totally see how like people would would be into that because there is something uh, like the lightheadedness and stuff that's helping you come in a way. But breathing through it's a whole different thing, and it also helps you to be less tired after because I was I was experiencing such um, exhaustion after I come and she was like, oh, it shouldn't be like that. She, you should actually, you should feel energized. And I was like, okay, well then I'm doing this wrong. Did it change it for you? Like when you, like, was it more pleasurable when you would breathe through it? Or I wouldn't it say different? more pleasurable. I would say different. different. Yeah. Cause I was, it was mostly like, I was trying to be like, is there a way to come like in the middle of the day and it not me not have to take a nap? You know, everything I do is really related to productivity. You, you and know. napping, yes. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's how do I maximize my productivity, not my pleasure. Like that's, yeah. that's really what my life is focused on. So the, the tantric coaches that we work with, they always say, and I'm not a tantric coach, just to be clear, but this, so this is kind of like second yeah. knowledge, but they'll always yeah. say it's breath, sound, and movement. Like those are the three like foundations of it. Uh huh. If I wanted to do like tantric, one what you know if i wanted to do something that was tantric esque uh with my partner like what would you recommend without a tantric coach like just like just simply like inserting and then not doing anything like what's a i mean the easiest exercise that we do on our shoots it's usually like day 1 is we pair up the guys that are going to be scene partners and we have them do eye gazing and oh, it's just like yeah. so it's like theater school yeah <laughs> it's basically yeah yeah, yeah. But for, for how long for men, like five minutes, three minutes, okay. I mean, you can do whatever You just works. stare at the person's eyes. I'm telling you, like, it might be easy for you, but for guys, it is really difficult to do that. It, it, it's a little mm. uncomfortable, it's but uncomfortable. I, I like it. I like it. Yeah. That's I like the, the vulnerability. Yeah. I don't know if it would work for you, but like, it's, yeah. So that's like one of the things. There's also like all these courses that people can take. We do retreats in person. We have one in two weeks. Um, it's for gay men. But it's a place to like practice all this stuff. So it's like cool. workshops, morning, noon, and night. Uh, it's not a big orgy. It's like let's go here, let's learn. Like let's. I mean, they do have sex, but like yeah. let's discover. <laughs> but it's these not things. like yeah, it's not like Burning Man. It's yeah. like more educational because our bodies are like we have. I mean, one of the tantra coaches explained it. He's like, look, he's like, we have been taught by religion, by the powers that be, to be so disconnected from our bodies that masturbation's yeah. wrong, that pleasure's wrong. Any part of your body that brings you pleasure needs to be covered up. Because yep. those things are so powerful. Your sexual energy is so powerful that if you tapped into that, you wouldn't need religion. Like your body Yo. is more powerful than any fucking cathedral there is. Uh-huh. Interesting. Uh-huh. And I they don't want agree. you to know that. Because, I agree so hard yeah, with that. Go to them for the power. That's yes, what they want. Yes, of course. Well, that's yeah. also why they're so anti-psychedelics yeah. because you, there is so much introspection that you can explore through psychedelic use. Yeah. And it's, it's, there's so many systems in this world where you have to seek power outside of yourself or seek love or seek acceptance outside of yourself. And it's right. like, that's always no. To know that it's already here. Right. Exactly. It's already here. It's, already, it's been in you. You're it. much more powerful than you could ever know. Well, yeah. A capitalistic uh, society crumbles when yeah. you, once you realize you hold all the power. One day. Mm-hmm. One day it's going to fucking gonna crumble. I hope. <laughs> it might be happening. Medicine. Uh, oh God, I fucking hope so. Marriage, um, politics, it all crumbles. We yeah. have a segment. Our- oh, before we get to that, can I just want to ask the one yeah. question? Um, I Before we pressed record, you had said in passing that you've never 
ever consumed oh, a drop yeah. of alcohol in your entire life. And I found that very fascinating. Is there a reason why? Is it religious? Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Are you a psychopath and you're just hiding it really well? <laughs> yeah. No. My grandfather, when I was 14, made me promise him that I wouldn't drink. There's a lot of alcohol. Wow, you really in, keep your promises. My family. Yeah. He yeah. would haunt me. He's dead. And like he would come back from the would dead. He, to, or would he die and realize that was a little much to ask him to do that? <laughs> well, he didn't, he didn't say anything about edibles. <laughs> so, uh, I, nice. so I do I do indulge in that. Okay. So you're not like completely yeah. sober. So I, it was because of alcoholism in your family? Right. Okay. okay. That makes, I've heard that people do that. Like Kathy Griffin, that's the reason she doesn't drink. So that makes sense. Houdini never drank in his life. I mean, wow. I think it really paid off. So yeah, totally. Got a lot done. Yeah. And you've never had like the interest, like has it ever caused problems in your relationships or people like this guy? Like you don't mind boring. going out to a bar? The only people that it generally is an issue for is people with drinking problems. Yeah. Always. They're like so like assaulted by it. I'm like, no, it's just a personal decision. Like I just don't drink. I can still have fun. I can yeah. dance, do whatever. Right, right, right. But, but alcohol, it's very central to like the gay world. Like every yeah. queer oh, space I know. Yeah. has alcohol. Yeah, yeah. And I get it. Every like, comedy space too, baby. Yeah. 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 Like it makes you feel more comfortable, but like mm-hmm. I would rather just work on instead of that. breathing through the discomfort breathe through the we discomfort. fucking put a little alcoholic wall up yeah yeah it's but I another would love, i would love a glass of wine like in tuscany or something sure you know, like, kind of, but. It, i mean the first couple of times i ever got drunk in my life in high school i was like i felt so free but i had a tumultuous childhood so that's probably why but like it is a fun giddy like <laughs> i'm weak tipsy what like it's so cute yeah um but yeah a, a lot of it is ritual though so i mean because gen z is drinking so much less than millennials like zero proof culture is really huge right now and i got it really into it this summer so you can you can you can have like a zero proof wine and test what you feel like i think because i mean i think there is i just like a fucking drink with an umbrella in it but not filled with sugar and so Mm. that's where you're gonna need a zero proof uh cocktail like that it's just it, it really is for me it's just like fun i don't actually need i just get i get tired when i actually have alcohol at this age to be honest yeah <laughs> like an unsweetened iced tea is like perfect for me yeah like, i can love unsweetened that. iced tea but yeah. a maraschino cherry in it and have a day yeah. i love yeah. it i just like a maraschino cherries i think okay <laughs> and alcohol technically it is poison for your body so it's like kind of fucked up that we drink it so often and how much money have I saved by not uh, buying so much drinks. money? So your yeah. skin is glowing. Like there's just so many benefits to not putting poison in your body <laughs> multiple times a week. Yeah. Um, so we get it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we have a segment on the show called Rock Hard Takes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Michael, our producer, is going to give us a topic. And you have to say rock hard yes or rock hard no, like you are for or against this thing and why. Uh, like present us your argument as to why. And there's no middle ground. It's no not middle either. ground. Mm-hmm. Guns to your head. You got to make a choice. This is what's wrong with America. It's like exactly. It's exactly what's wrong with America. Our commentary on that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Good. Yes. No okay. budging. No room yeah. for no room for. You gray have areas. to choose one. And yeah. most of these have come from things I picked up throughout this conversation. So they're kind of catered to you okay. a little bit. All right. This is like performance. First art. one is men or women. <laughs> <laughs> there, all right. So the first one, there was a, a, a buzzword that I heard that I, I felt I, I felt somewhat offended by. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, straighty got sat. No, I was kidding. Rock hard, rock hard take on Chinese food. <laughs> oh, Wow, I didn't see that coming. Because he, he mentioned he was like, straight guys are always eating Chinese food. That and I was, was like, so yeah, funny. Yeah, I am always eating Chinese you food. You got offended because yeah. there was some truth to it, huh? Well, she got, got triggered. So do, the question do is, do you not love Chinese food? What? 
I love Chinese food, but I love my ass being eaten too. So <laughs> which you love wow. more? Yeah, yeah, my yeah. ass being eaten. So rock hard take on Chinese food is I is a rock hard eat. no, it's not rock hard no. Okay, so <laughs> unbelievable, honestly. Oh my god, he's All never right. been the shocked. What do I have? Yeah. What do I have next? All right, um, stepmother porn, rock hard take. <laughs> It's, do you moms need to spank you or not? Yeah, I'm into it. I think I think it scratches us. I mean, obviously, it's role playing. Yeah, so it's not so really fun. happening. And yeah. like, I think for a lot of people, that transgressive nature of those scenes is actually really like it scratches an itch. It's therapeutic, honestly. Yeah, there you go. rock hard. Yes. Rock hard, yes. Yeah. Love it. Uh-oh. Okay. The Great. firefighters agree. What's happening? <laughs> we might want to take front? one quick second also. Yeah. Oh that my stops, God. Because that is very loud. I we know. get it. Someone's fucking bleeding. It's crazy. That's such a, yeah. But rest assured, I have many more rock hard takes. We're in the back yes. of the yes. building, too. I know. Porn. It's I wild. I love porn that's like, I fuck my friend's dad. Love mm-hmm. that stuff. Does it do it for you? Yeah. That's always fun. This always is the fun. loudest it's I ever love- been out there since we've been recording. It's wild. There's a bunch of sirens and a, a car horn going off oh, at the same time. Sick. And I can hear all of it. New York. But you're going to cut that out, yeah? Okay. Yeah, as long as we're not talking over it. Can That's I say one more thing about the stepmom thing? Mm. Or have we moved on? Well, no, we you can definitely can say we just want to make sure we the, just the, the make, audio... We were just taking an sirens. audio break. We're good. Now it's, we're good. Go ahead. There's this theory about gay men having sex that like when we first have sex, like growing up, that obviously you're told it's wrong because you're having sex, but it's especially wrong because it's gay sex, right? In a society that tells you not to do that. So that the transgression of that gets encoded into your erotic blueprint, like as a gay man. So like if you tell gay men, you know, there's an AIDS epidemic happening, you have to wear condoms. What are they going to eroticize? Not, Not wearing, wearing condoms. condoms. Mm. Yeah. And this is probably true for, for everyone, but it seems especially true. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. I think like, um, I love, uh, submissiveness in the bedroom, like in a, like a kinky set. Like if I wanted to have kinky sex or whatever, I'm like, I like being submissive cause it's fucked up and wrong. And that's why I like, I'm a cuck. I like mm-hmm. watching my partner fuck somebody else in front of me because it's wrong and I'm like allowing it to happen. There's something very powerful. In that. And if you were a gay man, that'd probably be even more like elevated. Right. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Any like same sex sexual attraction. You're just like, I, I, also, I'm like, man, if I was a gay woman, I'd just be fucking all the time because it's like I get we have there's a camaraderie there of like I both we both understand you both go through something similar. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, obviously oh, not every 100%. gay man is the same, but like there's this kind of beautiful camaraderie that straight people don't get. I think because we're like, I don't straight get sex is really unnatural. It's weird. <laughs> I, I yeah. totally hear what you're saying. I totally because like, men and women are just so I have a bit on stage about like how polar opposite of people we are with completely different set of priorities. Yeah. It'd be yeah. so much easier if you were a lesbian. Like, yes. I, yeah. So much fucking easier. Like, I know the language of other gay men. Like, yes. Like, we're on the same page. Gay makes more sense to me. It's so much more natural. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Back, right. back to Rock Hard Takes. Uh, it's too much gay talk for hetero. <laughs> <Yeah>. Mike <laughs> yeah, so, well, Sorry. You, uh, look at this list and He's tell me go if I think it's too much gay titty. talk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next on the list, leather. <sighs> yeah, it's not my flavor. It's not my flavor. Rock, Rock hard, hard Takes, you're out. Yeah. Wow. I'm out, I'm out with the leather. Entirely. Why? Without judgment. It just doesn't, yeah. it just doesn't do it You're for sure. me. You're rock hard now on leather. Wait, it's when you too- say leather, are you ta- are we talking about like the leather daddy lifestyle or leather as like an animal product? I mean, I, I meant 
sort of you can apply like, leather daddy lifestyle, but it, you could also answer it generally. Like, I like a leather. That's rock hard takes. It's abstract. Well, because I would say because leather is so like dark and dungeony, and for me, gay sex is so filled with like growing up was so filled with shame and guilt. Like mm. I want to take it out of the dungeon and like into the light. Like I want to fucking a field yeah, fucking a sun. meadow. Mm. Yeah, I don't need like so leather. it's advocacy. It's it, yeah, really <laughs> okay. Interesting. Really. It's about making the world a better place. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. All right, I have two more. Um, swallowing. Oh, love it. Yeah. So yeah, into it. Rock hard take. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. That was, that one was quicker than I yeah. thought. Uh, <laughs> last one. <laughs> That's what she said. We have to vamp for time. Cause Mike thought you wanted to I mean, need I more time more, on this. Really really wanted to stump you. Yeah. Uh, share. Like share, you know, share, share. C H E R. Not sharing. Yeah, is he's caring. Oh, okay. he's saying it's sharing is caring. Cause he's so straight. He can't even pronounce share. <laughs> like, yeah. well, how, well, how do you, are you supposed to say? You're share? like saying share, but it's share. You know Whoa. what I'm talking about. Moonstruck. We, yeah, we you know. know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think for gay men, she's like, she's like, uh, I, I don't want to speak for all gay men, but I guess I will. That she's a goddess. Like she's <laughs> do like, it. fuck she's it. Do it. Yeah. yeah. She is. A fucking no legend. one's ever reinvented themselves quite like Cher. Oh my God. She's had like a hit in like every decade. Yeah. She, no, like, she's top. so beautiful. Oh my gosh. She's Very so hot and moonstruck. She's just so, she's one of the most she beautiful hot? people on the planet. In Moonstruck? I think she's one of the most beautiful Or is she hot in general? Are you so gay that you don't, you don't you know can't, that Cher's hot? You don't know that if Cher's I hot or not? I didn't know that Jennifer Lawrence was hot. Jennifer Lawrence? She's really? hot? Yeah. She's, oh, great. Like, she's not oh. as hot as Cher, though. Cher is way hotter. Cher is, you, you hot. don't think, you think Jennifer Lawrence is hotter than well, Cher? Cher just has so much more on her resume than Jennifer Lawrence. I don't really think it's a, a fair or comparable, you know? <laughs> to me, I don't even, like, I. So who do you think is hot as yeah. a woman? Yeah. Like if you had to fuck a lady, anyone, God, I just like don't think of women that way. Like it just, it just That's so, amazing. it just like doesn't blip my radar. And it's, and it's, you know what I got to say as a straight woman, there was something that I experienced when I first moved to the city when I was 19, where like being around gay men there, it's just, it felt like I'm like, oh, this is what it's like to be close to a man and they're not trying to fuck you. And you can actually like, get to know a man. That's the first time it's ever happened to me. It was like gay men in New York city. It's like. That, that, I, I kind of want to fuck you in the background thing ruins it. Like, this doesn't feel dangerous. Right. Like, this is like, yeah, actual yeah. safe bonding with a man. It's, yeah. 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 But yeah. there's a lot of, like, I'm a very gay, gay man, but there's a lot of gay men that are more kind of like open to, you know, like, it's, it's, it's different. See for, what happens. She flipped night. David Geffen. She, David Geffen is Cher? a gay man. Yeah. And, and she, he had like a, like a two year long relationship with Cher. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's the power of Cher. Okay, but like, don't, don't you think that was because like he, yeah. he's he a gay bi. man? Like he's of course gonna fucking like marry Cher, right? I, I, right. I if it's on the table, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like if Victoria Beckham proposed yes. to me, I'd be like, I yeah. Mean, but it yeah, didn't, it didn't sound like you were into that. Like you, it didn't sound like that's something that would excite you. Yeah, but if right. I was a multi-billionaire I mean, who actually, had like, yeah, <laughs> yeah if Cher like, was actually in here going Davy Wavy, yeah, will you be my? Okay, like you can't say no to that. This is this is where it's really showing that he's never had a drop of alcohol because. Get a few drops in a lot of these gay guys and they're turning. Just <laughs> same as just kind of like it. <laughs> I have I have touched a, a vagina. It was for a YouTube video. So what? Wait, 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 wait. I have touched a vagina. Just to be clear, Chris, you have gloves on like it was COVID nineteen. It was 
Were you like standing super far away from it, like a middle school dance? It was like two feet away. It was a lesbian vagina. It was a friend of well, mine. She, so she hated it and you hated it. <laughs> no one had fun. No, no, no one was having a good time. And she was like, disgusting consensual thing. She was like, I want to make it like really pretty. So she like went and like shaved it. But okay. she kept, like it was bleeding. Like she had cut herself. So uh, it was this like oh, bloody, I hate that. like yeah. shaved vagina. All? And I was like, I don't like a guy's beard. know what I'm yeah. missing. Like yeah. I don't feel like I'm missing much. Damn. This thing was like bleeding on me. And, oh God. It's a sensitive yeah. area. Yeah. yeah. She had yeah. just shaved it. It felt like a scrotum. Like it just, it was like soft. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. Uh, <laughs> rock art take vaginas. I think we yeah. know what that's going to be. No. Rock no. Art. Yeah. I, I love vaginas. I think they're fascinating. <laughs> they create life. Like, yeah. I, I do. I want to eat one. Like, no. Right. Like, Are you repulsed by the idea of, of eating one? No. Yeah. I think they're beautiful. And like, yeah. That's but it's nice. like any part. It's like your elbow. Like, why would there be such like a commentary? Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's like you don't Get buy into the, the fake hullabaloo. You know, it's performative. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Not like it's just a part of the body and yeah. a very interesting part of the body. Yeah, it's so. the t- it's the funnel of life. It's our first it's our first it's debut where we life, make our yeah. debut. Um, unless you're a C-section, which is, you know, whatever. Um, which I was actually. So that was oh, the first time I've ever touched a vagina, including, wow. including as a as a baby. Yeah, yeah I guess we mm. all if we're not born via C-section, we all have to rub our face against a vagina. And it was your mom's vagina. Yeah. Shit, that's fucked up. Yeah. Um, Davey, uh, how, where can we find more of you? What would you like to promote? Um, Hit us with it. Well, I would love for listeners that are interested to check out himeros.tv. That's my gay porn website, H-I-M-E-R-O-S.tv. We actually have a lot of female members. Oh, nice. Oh, I love watching male gay porn. It's, yeah, it is hot. You, yeah, I'm like, you guys rail each other. No women were harmed in the making of this. I like to see that. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's oh, like, I love it. Yeah. Even like growing up, I, there was this, okay, so there was this movie that I had on VHS and I probably watched it so much time, like the tape is bare, but like it was called <laughs> Get Real. I think it was like a, it was a UK, like coming of age film about two gay teenagers. Man, I love this film. This, I, f- I felt all the feelings. I don't know if you've ever seen this or not, but you gotta, you gotta get into it because changed my life. That was like my, you know, that's like your entrance into pornography just yeah. through like m- men touching each other. Love it. Oh. Yeah, if you like this, oh, we, yes. got, we got lots of dicks. Yeah, so, we love incredible. Dicks. I love yeah. dicks. Yeah, dicks. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Himrose.tv. Cool. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, everybody, thanks for tuning in. This has been Guys We Fucked, the anti slut shaming podcast. We will talk to you next Friday. Guys We Fucked is presented by Luminary. Created and hosted by Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson. Editing and music coordination by Mike Coscarelli. Theme song by Rob Patterson and Jake Cozen. Suck my wet ass pussy. <laughs> Christina said to cut that before, but now it's in there. Yeah, let's keep it. Who cares?
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 